0: This
1: podcast recorded live from the Urban Fly Company studio.
0: And we are back for another week of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. Around the table tonight, we have big man on the board, Chris Sims. Oh, geez, sorry. Bourbon hit me. Uh, our video master, Jim Franklin. And sitting in for the second week, hey, Dapper Dave. Uh, our guest tonight will be Aaron Laterra. I'm your host, Jay Thompson. And here are tonight's topics. Uh, We're going to talk a little opening day of deer season. I didn't get out any other hunting, so we're going to talk about opening day, because that will be when I get out. Right on. And you guys, too. Uh, We weren't all lucky enough to shoot a giant deer like Dapper Dave a couple weeks ago. Uh, We're going to give our thanks, because it's Thanksgiving. That's what's coming up. Uh, I can't read my own uh, handwriting, so... Oh, leaves. We did a lot of leave <laughs> duty. We went up and did leaves yesterday. Mm-hmm. I've uh, been drinking since this afternoon with my cousin Shane. Uh watched uh, after leaf duty. I got into beer duty. So it was good times. And that's what happens this time of year, right? You got to do the leaves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy. We'll, uh, we'll give our thanks here in a little while. Uh, Aaron Letera is our guest. We're going to have him on for a little while. Um. I still, I can't read my own writing again. Uh, I have an airing of grievance. Oh, our Niagara trip. That's what that says. Good, good deal. Uh, Dave and I, we went to Niagara together. A few of our other friends were also there. We had a good time.
2: It was a great time.
0: We caught a lot of fish. Yeah, you guys did. There was a lot of fish. The size class was
2: good this year.
0: Oh, yeah. A lot of steelhead. Yeah. A lot of lost steelhead. Oh, too many.
2: Don't want to talk about it. We'll
0: get into that. And um, again, I'll get into my airing of grievance, shenanigans, and uh, the fly fishing film tour that's going to be coming up January 27th. So we'll talk about that and how last year's went, which was awesome. Yeah. It was a really good time. And uh, how this year's going to be. But before we get to all that, who are our. (laughs) You look terrible,
3: Jim Franklin. (laughs) Here we go again. Who sponsors the show? We got Sims Fishing, Yeti, Built for the Wild, A-Rex Hooks, Fresh and Saltwater, Cortland Lines.
1: Friends of the show, we have Ryan Evans over up at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, our buddies over at Muskie Fool, and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. We're losing Okay
4: man down terrible ideas good thing we got (laughs) bodies this time oh sure sure (laughs) shane
1: might be sitting there real quick yeah shane's on the couch so if you hear shane that means we lost jimbo or jay (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have an impromptu food corner
0: (laughs) (laughs) might have that anyway um so opening deer season we'll open it with that um uh rifle and gun season opens up for us in pennsylvania uh, next Saturday. Yep. Uh, bear season was this past Saturday.
1: Yep. And is it? Is and it? today. And today? Yep. This is one of the three days that uh, the Pennsylvania Game Commission. That God doesn't care if you shoot something on a Sunday? Allows us to blaspheme by hunting on Sundays. So in uh, the first Sunday, you know, next Sunday, we're allowed to hunt deer as well. So the first weekend is a full weekend, which is a rare treat for Pennsylvania hunters.
0: So you don't have any... There's no bear hunting in Ohio for Dave here and uh, Jim.
3: Nope, not on our game list. Not yet, at least. We got wild boars on there, though. Do you
2: get wild, wild boars? boars this far yeah. north?
3: No, you got to go to southern Ohio. Yeah, I figured.
1: Do you Do you guys have a lot of bear?
2: No, I mean, you see them rarely once in a while. People catch them on their trail cameras, but there's just not enough to actually, oh. I guess, get a season for them at the moment. That's
1: That seems so weird. You guys are like an hour away from me, and I see... 10 to 20 deer a year Whether bear, bear bear a year i see more deer than that i saw more deer than that tonight on my drive I over. Would help. <laughs> but yeah i see 10 to 20 bear a year either in my trash or on our ring cams we had one walk up on our patio a couple of years ago Jeez, they're ju- they're just super common but the difference is mountains versus not mountains.
2: yeah
0: yeah we're about 40 minutes away from you yeah yeah 35, 40. And it's amazing. And you can see a bear, and the difference between that 35-minute drive is, it's a lot. It yeah. really is a lot. It's a big difference.
1: Yeah, and if you go another 35 minutes, it's even more drastic.
0: So I go a little further than that for first day, and you do too. And I like being up in the hills up there for first day. You know, the, the problem with me being up there in second day is second day, I swear, my daughter's birthday is the 26th. So there is like a ha- you know I get to hunt in the morning if I can and you know I got to be there for birthdays and all that kind
1: of, you know yeah. got to be there for that kind of stuff I mean that's most important ideally most important thing I mean <laughs> You know, and you only have one a year that you really have to attend. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. The <laughs> rest I could really get away with being, oh, I'm on a fishing trip or something else. But mm-hmm. you know, even my own, I can get away with. I'm going on a fishing trip. It's my birthday. <laughs> That's the best excuse. My birthday. My birthday. My birthday. I'm going on a fishing trip. I do what I want. <laughs> so you know, Mine's for hers, it's at the end
1: of March, there's always ice.
0: Hopefully, a Saturday, I shoot something nice up there. I I've I've got deer every year up at camp. So that's been nice, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, couple of the one year, uh, and then uh, last year I got one.
1: We saw a bunch, we saw a bunch of does just, you know, 200 yards away from your camp when we were leaving on Saturday.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting does if I'm there because I have doe tags for there. So yeah, you have to fill them.
1: Well, Saturday guys were walking through the woods, putting on drives for bear. So I assume <laughs> sure. the deer were pretty,
3: I, were uh, pretty heavy. I know of two that got taken out of public over by Sandy Lake. Nice. The one was uh, 185 pounds, and my uncle said he, he'd seen it just in the bed of the truck when they were pulling out of there. See, I wish I wish bear season was a week earlier
1: because all the research shows that it takes three days of hunters in the woods for deer to change their patterns, for deer to, to not range as much, to only move at night. So... You would think that'd be the first three days of deer season, but since bear season is this Saturday, Sunday, Monday, those are generally the three days where the deer are like, uh oh. She's about to go down. <laughs> it's
2: that time. Yeah,
1: something's wrong. And then there's only f- four or five days in between. And they don't alter their habits to go back to at least there's not as much shooting moving around. Still. Yeah, and it's not even the shooting. It's the it's it's people the, driving. It's the cigarette smoke. It's the pop and gravel that they're not used to hearing. It's the it's the footsteps. It's it's all that stuff. And one day they're like, Oh, whatever, it's one day. But it's all the research shows three days is what it takes for them to change everything and not and the big bucks will never leave a hedgerow. So where are you gonna go to
0: where are you gonna go for your first day?
1: I've got. Uh, I'm. I'm on a lease uh, about 20 minutes from my house. I, I. just built a new tree stand at the back end of this field, and it's an. It's an old, old, old. You're field. not gonna go camp with your buddies. Oh, I am. It's that camp. Okay. Yep. But nobody else hunts this field because it's so big, and it's just. It's just winter wheat in the. In it. But the back of the field used to be an apple orchard, and there are no more apple trees there. But there's all the devil's walking sticks. And there's some overgrown brush areas. And I put up a tree stand in the middle of all that. And I can see over the back of a hill and I can see I can see in all this big, thick, hedgerowy brush. And I'm I'm pretty optimistic that I'm gonna see something and if it looks like it's over a hundred pounds, I'm going to shoot it. I'd prefer it to have horns and be a deer, but you know, if it's over hundred pounds.
2: Now what's your antler restrictions? Three up. Three up Mm
1: -hmm. not including well where I'm hunting the first day it's just three up where I'm hunting the second weekend it's three up plus a brow tide okay because that's not confusing (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you can't count the brow tide for the three up in the area where I'm hunting the second no the third weekend
3: so yeah. so in your uh, gargantuan cabin of a tree stand that you got going on over there, I mean, yeah. are you planning on sitting all day? Yeah, you're bringing I, all all your gear with you to yep. to stay put. I I don't move
1: when I when I get into a tree stand. I'm I'm there from from dark to dark. I'm gonna take lunches. I got a little buddy heater up there. You
2: get a little Debbie it up. Yep. Make a little breakfast in there. Could <laughs> <Good. laughs> take a jet boil with you.
1: Yep. Well, I take a I take a pea bucket. And I take a couple sandwiches and dark to dark. I got
0: 65 Gatorade bottles in the corner
1: over there. Don't worry about them because <clears throat> everybody else in that area is like, they'll sit there for like two hours and they're like, oh, I'm bored. I'm going to get down. And I'm like, yes, please start. Yeah. Down. <laughs>
3: down. <laughs> <laughs> I love the lunchtime sit, man. When everybody usually comes out, you know, after the morning, oh, you wait till lunch least one yep. 30 or best so. Time. That's the best when time. Everybody else
0: moves to get out. Oh yeah.
1: And I don't, and I don't bust my ass to get out there first thing in the morning because I know all those four wheelers driving through all those trucks driving through those deer, those deer have moved. Oh yeah, they will start to move again around 9 or 10. So if I get out there seven thirty, eight o'clock, I'm not offended. I first don't.
0: thing in the morning last year, and, and we're going to get into where you guys are going on your first days here, but I missed a legal eight point. I messed up. I think I just saw shot through too much stuff. But, man, he felt like he was close enough, and I was <laughs> like, oh, I don't know how many more uh, opportunities I'm going to get. So I, did the same I ended same up thing seeing last him year. later that day, but uh yeah you said you did the same thing yeah i missed an eight
1: point but i watched the uh giant stick explode that (laughs) i (laughs) that was that was right in front of the deer
3: It's right. it's practice
0: yeah it's practice but
1: my buddy shot that deer like it ran 20 yards and he shot it sorry
0: so do you only hunt in ohio
1: jim
3: yeah uh i I bounce back and forth this but year do you have
0: pennsylvania licenses i've and ha- i've
3: held them yeah but this year i've just i've mainly i'm trying to focus on this one specific deer and he's just got all of my attention right now, which actually leading into where i'm gonna be going opening days i'm I'm not gonna be hunting opening day i'm gonna i'm gonna opt to leave my area alone for a little bit um I know that there's a lot of hunting pressure now you know i've been talking to some of the neighbors you know trying to get more access you know further down the road and uh just knowing the deer that have already been taken i want to leave my spot alone i want it to be a little safe haven it's thick right now i'm going to just stay out of it let them get all pushed straight over back over to where i'm going to be at and i'm just going to wait for the snow
1: you might be waiting for a long time that's okay we're in the el nino this year where it's going to be wet but not terribly cold Ohio,
3: we're (laughs) slinging arrows till february baby Oh, That's really? right, buddy. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have an archery season that opens up after Christmas here too, but I'm too interested in uh Flintlock yeah, yeah. To, to sit in a tree.
0: You know what that 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 Spanish for the niño. Great work,
3: Tommy Boy. <laughs> yeah. Was no,
0: that? it was on Saturday Night Live.
1: Oh that but it was Chris
0: Farley. Yes, it was Chris yes. Farley.
3: <laughs> the the fun thing about flintlock is they have it conveniently where the weather is not good to hunt with a flintlock. Not at all. It's always wet, snowy, and it's just usually everything's melting. And if your gun goes off and you do actually harvest the deer with a flintlock, good on you.
1: I've, I've been flintlock hunting for 20 years, and I've killed
3: one doe. Out there feeling like Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett.
1: But I have fired my, my flintlock two or three times a season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so much fun
3: out there hitting the deer with the hear ye, hear ye. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, uh, after, you
0: know, shooting a monster buck and already having it in the bag, um, you going out there to just massacre does too?
2: Yeah, I'll probably just do some doe patrol and just try to get some more meat in the freezer. There's It's kind of overpopulated with how many does there are. I mean, you see so many does compared to bucks, especially the spot I'm hunting. Just probably should take care of some of those, kind of get the hierarchy back in order. So, I'll be taking care of that. Shoot
1: little ones, you know they taste better. That's true. They do. Well, how does how do doe tags work in Ohio?
2: Um, well, you get you can either get an either sex tag, and then you can either get like your buck or doe, and then you're able to harvest depending on like what section you're in. You can get up to like three deer, or four deer, or five deer. It just depends on where you're hunting at. And on my spot, you can get three. So I can get two more does. I can get two does now.
1: And how do you get your dough tags? Do you go online and buy them like randomly throughout the year or can you buy them when you buy your license?
2: You can buy them when you buy your license or like you shoot your dough, You can go get another dough tag and then you can shoot another dough if you want. Okay. Yeah, it's not like you guys where you have to, you guys have to apply, right? Like early on and then you have to yeah. like, get them in the mail.
1: Well, we, it, we used to have to mail it to our local courthouse, but now we can go online and wait for... Seventy six thousand people.
3: Yeah, Pennsylvania broke the internet for a few days whenever they opened up. They really did. They did.
0: But it, it all it, it was all good. Yeah, I mean it worked everything out. was fine. It I worked mean, out well it all worked, it all worked out. I was very skeptical at first, came on here and just
4: I I yelling and
0: screaming and yelling and bitching and, and I remember I I was want my like, goddamn pink
1: papers. <laughs> I remember I was the voice
0: that was like, It's
1: gonna be okay.
4: <laughs>
0: I, I do recall that too, and I when you said it was going to be okay, I, I still want to tell you to go, uh, you know, something yourself. Uh-huh. So <laughs> you know, I just I, I don't know. I I just feel like sometimes they need to leave things alone. Yeah, but like not- I that's f- and I think this was a something that they that they did that was better. I still believe that the, our first day of hunting should be on Monday, like Ohio's. Yeah. I don't want it to be on Saturday.
1: Because you don't want to work. I'm not going to work. I'm
0: not going to work on Monday regardless. But, I mean, unless I kill just an assload of deer this weekend, unless it's just a massacre, I mean, then I may work. But other than that, I mean, I'm probably not working Monday regardless. But
1: I I just. I think it's. I, I love the Saturday start because for those of us that. I mean I don't get I don't get a single the paid day. The kids got the our
0: kids got the days off school. I got the day off school
1: on yeah. you know, that was not an
0: absence day. And they still do. In the state of Pennsylvania and in my little honky tonk town where I grew up at and I love that. That was great. We got Monday and Tuesday off. But you can still hunt Monday. I'm going to.
1: Right, but that's I mean that that's my argument for it is like if you don't want to hunt that Saturday and that Sunday don't it's stupid. <laughs> you can you can start hunting Monday. That's Jay
3: stupid. Wants, Jay wants his weekend later,
1: right?
0: But no, I I just, like I, just want, I like that tradition, and I I think that it starts
2: hunting season start on Mondays. Let's come on now. I like it. Yeah, one of the only discrepancies I've seen stupid. of like them like starting on Saturday now is like my brother in law is a camp in PA, and like every Saturday guys would go up or on Friday, and they'd like pretty much just have like a party. They'd have like pigs on the spit, chickens and stuff like that. But now they don't really do that as much because guys are out hunting all day. Nobody's sitting there cooking and drinking. So you kind of miss out on that partying a little bit. So guys are a little disappointed that. I about like that. that. But
0: but they mean, that's what I'm
1: saying. But they don't have to. That's that's where True. my argument is. Yeah. Like, right? Like, if that was that important to you, don't hunt Saturday. That you could, yeah.
0: Well, the hell with that. You're not getting the cream of the crop well, fucking, you know, first deer walking
1: at you. But you barely are anyway. Right, right. So that was my sure. argument is look if you want a party and you want to have your kegger and your your big pig roast or whatever Do it and then don't hunt Saturday or hunt Saturday afternoon. Yeah, right? Yeah Oh you you and Chad gosh, I could argue with you and Chad over these <laughs> stupid things
0: all the time You what you probably don't think we should hunt on Sundays either.
1: Uh, no, we should totally hunt. on. Sundays. Yeah, this is, it's a <laughs> okay. stupidest rule I think we should be allowed to hunt on Sundays in the summer, <laughs> <laughs> and only Sundays. In the summer. <laughs> uh, okay,
0: you're okay. You're right on that. You want to kill a deer in the summer? <laughs> yeah. Sure, Sundays. Summer Sundays. <laughs> only on a Sunday. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Because oh my God, Chad and I would have spent the next you know until we were talking to Aaron. Well, and on. And-
1: and in Chad's defense, Chad is more than a hunter. And he's more than a... Fi- he I used mean, to be. Well, yeah. but he's, he's probably praying for Sundays now. Right? Like, can you imagine being able to hunt waterfowl on Sundays? That'd be great. I mean, yeah. think of the yeah, amount of... Up, yeah. Think in the nuisance season. You can kill eight geese a day in that September season. Imagine if you could hunt on Sundays to double the harvest on weekends of sky carp. What would that do to our beaches, our creeks, our rivers, and all that? All of that, it would be huge. It would be very good for our waterways to get that goose crap out of there. So I'm all for Sunday hunting. Did you call them sky carp?
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, huh.
1: those, they, yeah. We, we deemed them
0: sky carp a long time ago. Wow. Is that is that your a fir- new one for me? That's your first time <laughs> hearing a, yeah. sky carp.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that that took me back
3: there for a second. Because
1: <laughs> I mean, they effectively are, yeah. but delicious. Where carp are. not
2: delicious. If I was dying, I I don't know if I'd give it a shot. I have, not that bad. It's not poison, but like it's not walleye either.
3: Correct. (laughs) Uh, I heard you got to like leave them in a barrel of water, like you do a turtle. Oh, we ate them right
1: there. Well, like we we bled them and ate them right there, and they're they taste like fish, right? They don't taste like a good fish. They don't taste like a bad fish. You should ask anybody from from downtown Sharon. Well, hey, how those taste? Those fish taste like heroin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They taste taste fried. Well, they've already tried it a few times.
3: And That's why they're addicted
2: to them now.
0: Why do you think they they eat bread off the top?
2: Yeah. That's why they keep eating them, because they get addicted to the heroin that's Mm -hmm. inside of
0: them.
1: Carp's the only fish that has gluten in it. (laughs) It's it's (laughs) gluten-full. So... Uh, uh, so your ash- season starts Monday, ours starts Saturday, so we get a two-day head start to kill smaller deer. hmm Yes,
0: you
3: do. Get a two-day head start. I don't
0: know if they're all smaller deer.
3: There are a lot of big
1: deer in Pennsylvania, too. Depends oh, on where are, you go. But the further, yeah. the further east you go in Pennsylvania... The
3: more mountainous you get, the, the smaller more, they get.
1: Yeah, the, the less forage they have, because they're eating buds and berries and
0: the
3: stuff. The
1: ones around here get...
0: Decent size,
1: yeah. Because you're this, you're you're really close to Ohio. You that. Corn you're getting a boys. lot of those corn-fed and, and oats soybean. And yeah, oh, beans there's a lot and, of and apple orchards around here. Yeah. We don't have that over our way because you can't can't farm it. You can't farm corn off a cliff. No, no, you
0: can't. <laughs> we live in the rolling hills, still enough right here where I live. That yeah. yeah you definitely have that,
1: and we have cornfields, but they're not nearly as plentiful as they are here you know where i where i grew up hunting you know it was 50 acres and 20 of it was non-navigable acres right like we'd put on a drive through these mountain laurels and i couldn't do it you have to be a billy goat swinging from mountain laurel to mountain laurel on these cliff edges because that's where the deer were they knew where to go yeah oh they absolutely did so it's just it's just the further east you go, the less opportunity you have to get these big bucks because they don't have the forage.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why I always say, like, our area is just enough rolling hills, just enough of the, you yeah, know. Yeah, you
1: guys are in a sweet spot right here.
0: There's enough big, big deer. Even Ohio has big deer in it. Our deer yeah. are you a spoiled, southern, man. You go to southern Ohio, and there's some big ass deer. Oh, yeah, They're southern just Ohio just a bunch of crazy. belly draggers. They and just that's sit
3: you all day.
1: That's why we always drove over here to hunt geese. Like, we didn't hunt geese in Venango County. We hunted geese in, in Mercer. And that was. Because you had the ag out here. Yeah, because you have the ag. You had the big fields where big flocks are going to come in and land. Uh, at home, you know, you've got a couple ponds where, you, you know, you're going to jump shoot a couple geese where you might have half a flock roll in there. But we always. We either go up to Edinburgh or we'd come over here. Edinburgh was more of a winter hunt, and we'd come over here for the nuisance season.
2: Now, do you guys try to like plant food plots up there too? Like, can you still plant food plots like in, over in more eastern PA? Or
1: yeah, you can, and some guys do. Uh, I mean, there's some pretty serious deer farms over in eastern PA. Remember Goliath? Yeah, uh, yeah. He was he was east of me. Okay, he was like a half an hour east of me over in Clarion County. So they've got big deer farms there. Uh, and they had two other bucks there that were turbo and Gunsmoke, typical 12 points that were.
3: <laughs> dear, dear, the name like turbo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can, can I pet it? I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, just gorgeous creatures. But yeah, there, there are areas where you can plant food plots and stuff like that. We don't. We're not that serious about yeah, it. Yeah. You know, especially me. Like, that's a if, lot of work. If yeah. I could be planting a food, pl- food plot, I could be fishing. <laughs> right. So I'll be fishing.
0: The. Uh... Man, the last few weeks the Bucks have been running around like absolute oh, madmen. Uh head down. Yes. Tongue my, out I've seen a couple um just riding up and down the roads, just going to work and things of that nature. Just locally, just a monster that's running around here locally. It hurts me and it's gonna go into my anger grievance later, but uh just my wife saw the oh. same beer, just all kinds of different things that you know I go, forgot oh about Jay's gosh, I wish of I could be it's out insane. here.
1: <laughs> yeah, last night, driving home from uh, clean, uh, cleaning up the party, I took the long way home because the moon was gorgeous last night. I wanted to get a picture of it. Uh, and a doe ran across, and I usually stop because I know it's never just one doe, and the, this six point face in the pavement. Tongue hanging out, drool just coming out of it, chasing that doe, and I'm like, it's, it'll still be on next weekend, and that's that's good for
3: us. This cold front coming in is gonna snap them. Oh yeah, all yeah. of the little, them remaining does
2: that need to come in. Yep, they're gonna come in. Yeah, and they're traveling a long distance. My brother in law lives. Two miles, three miles away. He got a buck on his camera at like nine o'clock and it came out on my camera at like four in the morning. It traveled all the way from his house, just beelined it straight to my house and I got it on mine.
1: Oh, wow. That's cool.
2: Yeah. So it was kind of cool. You kind of track where he was kind of going through between us. This is where you get the random buck that you didn't know about.
1: That's it. Hundred yep. percent. It's a good thing Mark isn't here. This is a lot of hunting talk. Uh, oh,
0: well, the last few weeks we have to get well, it out of our system. Well, that's why I, uh, you know, I, 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 I fired Mark from the podcast just so we can, uh, you know, have our. Uh, <laughs> now he said he was really busy. Uh, he had a lot of. He, he's he said he's asshole deep and flies. Well, and this is and this guiding is, and.
1: This is tail time for him too. Like he's yes, and he's
0: processing, going and getting tails, and yeah. it's just a busy time of year. So hey kudos to him we could talk about a little bit of deer hunting yeah and he doesn't mind he's gonna listen to it and
1: and we're not recording next week because most of us will be at deer camp so the week after that you'll get our updates yeah. and check and you know keep an eye on facebook and our svs page if any of us actually manage to successfully harvest anything we'll show it off and Folk absolutely
0: show. and uh you know coming up in the next couple of weeks i know i've uh, i talked to tim Landwehr. And we're gonna have him on as well coming awesome. up, and so that should be a great, great talk. And and our good buddy Chad Bauer said if we're having Tim on, he it begged to be on the show. So well, I love. We have Chad. to have him on the show, right? Yeah, and it's gonna be great to have Chad. We'll also
1: have Chad and Tim one of these weeks, right after that. Is Tim gonna have his crew on too, or is it just gonna be Tim? It'll be Tim. Cool. So awesome! Yeah, get a recap of their season, of their season. you
0: know, and. We haven't talked to him for a few years, so yeah, and it's always in, nice to recap with people and, and just catch up on what's been new and what they've been doing.
1: Yeah, and they're in prime muskie season right now.
0: Yeah, he's off the he's off the he's up at deer camp trying to shoot deer's right now. Good for last him. Last time I talked to him, so he'll nice. be at deer camp this weekend. So good luck to him, and hopefully he shoots a deer.
1: Yeah, Illinois came in this last weekend too. So oh, okay, season.
0: all right, we're 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 going pretty good here. I want to uh, let's let's get to our thanks. What do you, what are you thankful for? Let's go. We're gonna start with you, Chris. You seem nice and talky. Have another sip of bourbon.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna be thankful for two things: uh, the fact that I have a healthy, good family, because I have to say that I mean it, but I have to say that. Uh, and I'm thankful that people actually listen to this drivel. So I'm thankful to our listeners that we get to do this and you enjoy maybe what we do every week, every other week. Uh, so thank you for that. That's my thanks, our listeners and my family.
3: I'm thankful for the the woods that we get to enjoy and all the streams and lakes that we get to fish. And I'm thankful for all the people that are still here with us to enjoy it all with us every time that we go out and have our adventures. That's pretty good, Jimbo. I know, right? Follow that yeah. up. Uh,
0: <laughs> you dumb, but I don't have to. Go ahead, Tim.
2: Or, I'm sorry, Tim. Dave? I'm thankful for uh, my fiance and my family. I'm uh, thankful for that giant buck that I shot this year. And uh, I'm thankful that you guys had me on the podcast again. It was a good time. What do you mean? You're not
0: thankful you got to bunk with me and sleep next to me? And I was, was going to talk sp- about
2: that on the Niagara okay, I was, okay. saving that. I was we saving spooned. that. We
0: spooned. I thought you were going to be thankful we spooned. Jesus, I, that. I, I Jesus, hope you didn't Dave. have a heater or something. Gosh. <laughs> Jay running his fan every night. <laughs>
3: What are you thankful for, Jay? Yeah.
0: me. Yeah, nothing. I believe that absolutely.
4: <laughs> <nothing>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, everything. Uh, like you said, you already mentioned it. Uh, our, our listeners. Did I see you with know, thunder? No, no, no. First and foremost, <laughs> the listeners. You know, the guys who listen. Um, whether it be Zach, Dustin, and uh, our good, Dan, our good buddy Dan Moscon. I mean, if it's just those three guys, that's fine. I love it. I do this every week just if those three listen. But uh no, thanks for everybody who listens. Absolutely. That I mean it means a ton to us. That's why we sit here and bullshit. And I hope you guys find a little bit of laughter on a Monday morning listening to this junk.
1: Yeah. I'm also thankful for I'm I'm doing three things now. All y'all. You know, you and, and handsome Dave over there. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Bodini, Mark. Shane all the people we have that come into the podcast and talk and this is this is awesome you know I just I just came on in January but I'd known you guys for a while before that uh but it's great it's it's really it's broadened my horizons you know I don't know that I would have gone freshwater striper fishing I don't know that I would have gone on, on as many floats I'm thankful for you guys
0: oh absolutely the friendships and and fly fishing Generally speaking, yeah, you know, I'm always thankful for that. That's something that like getting to see uh, Evans uh, was was wonderful. You know, you know, you reach your hand out to him, and it's like no, we're hugging. Yeah, it's time we for are a embracing. Hug. You know what I mean? And it's it's that. You know what I mean? Just the fun, like him going down and talking to my uh, dad's best buddy Brian, and them two talking for probably 35 minutes between Brian catching fish, because we'll talk about this a little later, how Brian is trying to take a break and catch a fish oh, and then it's take it's another amazing. break. It's, 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 you unreal. gotta see it. It's there. It's, it's second to none. Yeah. But, it, um, just the, like the relationships you make and, and the people he's, you know, just you feel everybody down there just talking and having fun with each other. We had a really good group of guys yeah. that were just, you know, all the of doing that kind of thing. And that's, I'm thankful for that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the relationships I've made. Absolutely. Derek. Absolutely. Yeah. Somebody we, I haven't mentioned yet. Like, I'm thankful for Derek. I'm thankful for the relationship I've got to make with Derek over my wife cutting his hair one time and telling him (laughs) him about my podcast. Right. And Patrick? Oh, Lombardo? Yes. He's (laughs) one of my best buddies. Oh, (laughs) I'm I'm so thankful for Pat. He loves his Photoshop. Oh, and he's good at it,
5: isn't he? Yeah, he he really is. He he, is good.
1: When he when he put the Photoshop of my face on... Uh, oh, my God. The floaties? No, the 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 broad yeah. on a sex swing. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a... Uh, oh that that well, got we'll me pretty you good. You guys, that, but that's that the good. thing. is like, you know, we're not just fishing buddies. Or we're not just podcast buddies. Like, our group texts, and we've got a couple of them. A bunch of it's them. It's not just, hey, I went fishing. Hey, I caught fish. It's, hey, how's your family? Uh, you said your kid was sick. How's your kid doing? How's... How's work? How's this? How's that? It's busted. It's more than just talking about the podcast and talking about fishing. It's, it's, it's a, it's a family we have and I love it.
0: Oh yeah. And I want to say thank you to you and Mark for coming up and helping us with the leaves at the camp. Oh, that was blast. And, you know, bringing your kids and like, again, <laughs> something that like you, you mentioned that now we're, you know, you, we meet each other, get to know each other better. Um, your kids being up, you know, blown lease, my dad being up there. Hey, you know, my dad's really nice. He's great with kids, better he than is. I am with kids. You know, he, he loves little kids. You know, he has a bunch of little younger grandkids and everything else. Me, I stiff arm all my little <laughs> nephews. And <then> they just, <laughs> Uncle Jay just, hey, Uncle Jay's just, he's just probably drunk. Um, They're right. <laughs> yes, they are right. But no, uh, yeah, my dad loves it. He does. He really truly loves it. You could tell, like, to see your kids is probably. You yep. know, and for me though, to see your kids, get to meet your kids for the first time, yeah, uh, it's cool because I'm sure I'm going to get to meet them for a long time. You, once once they're you know six foot three <laughs> and playing sports or something at you know Franklin High School or whatever the high school is there is it that's, Franklin? That's it. Yeah. Okay, there you go. And uh,
3: Jay's bodyguards.
0: Hey, yeah, good. No, yeah. it'll be awesome. Like, yeah, that's that's something that I always liked, even in um, Dustin Hines. You know, getting to fish, uh, or he fished the uh,
1: the hardly strictly with you guys. Yes,
0: yes, he did. Next to us, he was his team was next to us. Uh, We camped right next to him, and then you know, getting to follow them on social media, and then getting to see his kids at that age, and then getting to watch his kid grow up and become a man. You know, you know, I think he enrolled, uh, enlisted, right? I don't know the military. I think so, but either which way. Watch him grow up. He's in. He he's always in the outdoors, always doing that kind of stuff. And man, that's 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 fun. That that's what makes all this stuff and me thankful for the friendships yeah. I've made through fly fishing. You know the people. They, you know, you only meet them a few times in your life, maybe. Yeah. But they become. You feel like they're your family. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like Zach, another another one. Zach. He's always yeah. got. He's always got to bark at us and say something I love or tell it. us how he we're doing something
3: wrong or. He sends me gold on Instagram. I am always laughing.
1: Yeah, and we've got we've got a, a listener who I'm a I'm a personal buddy with, uh, Davey. He uh, you know, he did 20 years in the Navy. He's a prison guard. He's my Tenkara buddy. Make your jokes, but he's my Tenkara buddy, and he he loves the show. And I just mentioned it to him once in passing, be like, hey man, you know, check out this podcast. And it was before I was even on it, and then I came on it. And every time I see him, he's like, dude. Last podcast was great. Thank you so much. He's like, I really like it. So it's it's awesome. I I I really like it. So thanks again, listeners. Thanks again, you guys. Tis the season to give thanks. And thanks for giving me an excuse to get the kids out of the house and blow leaves up at, <laughs> the whole way there. Are we going to Muskie Camp? Is this Muskie Camp, Papa? <laughs> is this where the Muskie Tournament is? I mean, the whole way there. They so. were so excited about. Going to blow leaves at Muskie camp. Oh, yeah. So we blew leaves there. So I blew leaves leaves all weekend. I I need to clarify this. Leaves is not a person. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but... 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 But...
0: This this goes into a couple jokes that I have. Um, Oh, boy. Yeah. Leaves and jokes, you know, because we did leaves all weekend. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be... I think what I'm going to do is buy my daughter a drum set for... Her oh, birthday.
1: You're making a that's whole, brave of you, Jay. So
0: we're buying a, an electronic drum set with headphones. Yes, yeah, so she could put headphones <laughs> okay. into it. To <laughs> a Smart floor. idea. Smart if idea. If we're playing together and we're trying to jam out when nobody's around, we could plug it into a big ass. You know, I'll, I'll buy a little woofer or whatever, and we can plug it into a speaker, and it can play whatever we're playing. That's cool. But you know, I my I so I'm I I know how to play drums. I played drums growing up. I can still play, I'm sure. I don't know if my wrist can take it, my arms can take it, but we'll see.
1: How about that uh wiffle ball shoulder of yours? I don't know if the <laughs> wiffle ball shoulder.
0: <laughs> wiffle ball shoulder's still kinda sore here and there. So I don't know if wiffle ball shoulder can also take it. Um but I think it'd be fun. My I was I'm I'm kind of eth- or not a- athletic uh I'm kinda you know, I have instrumental you know capabilities. My 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 wife knows how to play a lot of instruments. Uh she stopped she used to play all kinds of wind instruments. She absolutely st- stopped playing her last wind instrument when we got
1: married. Yeah, that sounds right. That's yeah, on, that's on yeah. brand. And it's like it's <laughs> like she, she practices maybe like Dave, once. Hey, Dave. Take notes.
0: That's that's. <laughs> that,
1: that I'm
2: writing this down. I'm writing this <laughs> she down. She may
0: <laughs> practice uh, the wind instruments like once a year now. I'm, I'm like, yeah. you know, if we're lucky, you know. But like, no, she just doesn't practice as much as she used to. But I would like to get my daughter. And uh, on all seriousness, there I'd we like go. to get my daughter into <laughs> that's playing the, the drums. Into <laughs> playing the drums. And uh, I took lessons and things, so I want maybe she could take lessons. Something we get her into. I'm gonna buy a drum set. That's
1: cool. But. My kid starts piano lessons this year. My one regret, uh, one of my one regrets in life, is that I didn't play piano. Like, I can. Like, I can read music, I can read treble clef, bass clef, and I can figure it out. I know where C is, so I can figure it out, so I can plunk out a tune. And it's not good, but, like, I wish I would have learned to play piano because I can play banjo and harmonica and trumpet and trombone and baritone and tuba. I I can play a lot of instruments, uh, only two or three of them decently. But if I can get, you know, Xavier playing piano, if I can get Silas playing the guitar, uh, and then Barrett playing drums, and I can do, I can play harp by and banjo.
0: Time, by the time this all happens, this guy will have had 16
1: heart attacks. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> my f- My fingers will be arthritic. I can't play banjo, so it'll just be the harmonica. My, uh, <laughs> my, my COPD <laughs> will be so bad I can't play harmonica. I'm just going to hum into a kazoo <laughs> and They'll keep me in the band out of pity, <laughs>
3: as long as your voice still works. Cause yeah, you have, you have a hell of a voice. Well, thank you. I just pictured Jay getting all hammered on whiskey and then just thinking he's Travis Barker upstairs on a drum set. I picture, dude. I can actually. Uh, you guys, are my cousin, man. I could, I could play pretty well. I mean, I used to be able to play well when
0: we were younger, uh, and I. Could still play. The last time I sat in for a band, it was quite a while ago, and it was just randomly at a bar with my parents and their friends, and it all, they were good. <laughs> I was fine enough to sit in and play. Nice. So, and I mean, I, I feel like I could still
1: play. That's one of the few it's things I miss th- is making music because it's, it's cool. Like the last two bands I was in, I only played harmonica and I sang like backup, like harmony. But I miss making music. That's a, that was a lot of fun.
0: And even if it's that, like I, she seems like she wants to do something, I'd like her to be able to play something in the band.
1: You yeah, know, that'd be cool. You
0: know, it's always nice to be able to have some kind of – that was always fun with me, for me. You know, getting, yeah. having Being able to play something and play along with a couple buddies, you know, be in a band, whatever, and just to be able to play.
1: Given, uh, Given your wife's hair color and her hair color, you should teach her how to play the fiddle. She could be in Irish bands. <laughs> My wife, she can play
0: the drums pretty well too.
1: That's what you need: three drummers in a household. That's the perfect band. <laughs> <What'd you say? laughs> she plays
0: every. Th- I'm not trying to make a band. I you're just you're making a drum line. Tommy Lee's dream. <laughs> She's just somebody
1: hermitage drum line. Somebody
0: else that could teach her paradiddles and different things of you know that nature mm-hmm. just to be able to tap different ways on the drums and yeah, that's cool. I, I, d- d- know, I should be a good time. Good time.
1: I hope she me. embraces it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's that's always the risk with kids. We'll see by the new year <laughs> how soon they get bored with it. Yeah. Right? That's that's true. And that's why I can uh I can just force Xavier to play the piano. Like you have to do this.
0: <laughs> you know, I've noticed though, with our switch that we bought years and years and years ago. This was a thing I bu- I we've had that thing for ever. And I feel like she's it's a, probably the toy she's used the most. In the last, you know, seven years, six years, whenever we've had it, like, and it's still in good condition. We still play it together. I mean, that's something like, and and I guess it just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I love video games. She loves video games. But I'm just saying toys you buy or things you buy your kids. Hopefully she takes a little bit of liking into this like she did that. Mm -hmm. Because she thought she was going to kick her dad's ass at uh, Mario Mario Kart Kart. the other day. I don't know (laughs) if I told you this, but... Yeah, there was none of that happening. None I believe. That. That. Yeah, I was like, no, you're not beating me.
1: I'd like to play Duck Hunt with my kid. Yeah. for For you guys, uh, Duck Hunt was a game you don't have <laughs> in the '80s and '90s on the Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. I've okay, we've <laughs> <They've> been there. <laughs>
0: was the best game Dude, shane and i best. played the you know shane and i had to play but the living shit oh man
1: the dog oh yeah oh that oh, was great but yeah kids are kids are awesome and, yes and if we can get them into music and just expand their horizons sure and you know, you regardless, know regardless like you won't here, here's a drum set I'd love it if you wanted to learn the drums, but if while playing the drums you decide like, oh, I'd rather play guitar or I'd rather play fiddle or whatever, that's great too. I'll buy a guitar. Yeah, you have your pick. (laughs) And dad will play the drum set. (laughs) Or or even, you know, if Xavier decides like in two years, he's like, dad, I think the piano sucks.
2: I don't want to play the piano.
1: Well, in that two years, you've learned how to read
2: music. Yeah, he's got a foundation. Right? Yeah. So
1: that will set you up for literally any instrument Out there because the piano is bass tref and treble clef. So I don't think in two years he's going to learn sharps and flats and all that, but because he's
3: seven, he'll be beethoven. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Your luck, he'll just hyper fixate on it. But But
1: he hasn't started lessons yet, but he goes down there and he bangs on that piano every day. And he's to the point now, and he just bangs on it, but he's to the point now where he recognizes what dissonance is. He's like, I don't like how that sounds. So he moves his fingers. To at least make like pseudo chords
2: trying to figure stuff out,
1: yeah at least it doesn't sound like crap right well it it does, but it doesn't it's not ear rape right yeah, sure, it's, it's sure, crap sure. but it it doesn't it doesn't hurt you yeah oh.
0: yeah i I don't know what to make of it just yet well we'll see you know yeah. we're gonna go down to uh, the old guitar center there or over to the guitar center and nice mess around a little bit and see what how everything kind of
1: is that her Christmas present?
0: That's it's her birthday present. When's her birthday? November 26th.
1: Oh, okay. So, like, soon, soon. Yeah. Nice.
0: So, yeah. Cool. Hell, with. we're not doing anything for Christmas after that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Heck with that. Maybe a double bass pedal. <laughs> if she's good enough by then. Boy, I'm telling you, going to be. we
1: really took but this. I will be. We really took this tangent down a rabbit we hole. We did. We did.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know what time it is.
1: It's 6.55. Oh, perfect!
0: We're gonna come back with Aaron Laterra, dude. This is the dubbing master. I cannot wait to talk to him. Awesome! And uh, he's the best talk we will have all year.
1: All year? This dude
0: is magic, man.
1: That's a straight. That's a strong statement. Oh,
0: he is. He is gonna be in a parking lot with his kids at Nutcracker practice. So I cannot wait. That could be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna <to> be <laughs> awesome.
1: All right, we'll be come back right back Charlie. to you.
0: Hey, we are back with Aaron Laterra, American Tide Flies, Dubbing Master, and Midget Tamer. Um, hey, it's great to have you back on the show, Aaron. How you been?
5: Good. I've been doing good.
0: Well, that's not that's not you, you gotta come back with more than that. Come on, man.
5: No, oh, well, you know. <laughs> how
0: how's the I dubbing how's the dubbing game and how how's life been? You, I mean you're it's, sitting in the parking uh, nah. lot right now. Waiting on yeah. the uh, Nutcracker to finish.
5: Um, yeah. I got uh, my youngest. is I've got her. She's on her little tablet with a thing on her back of her. You know, on her ears. like it's, So it's like Vince Vaughn with the, the earmuffs when he screams the earmuffs. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the hell? The, it's old school. It's earmuffs, earmuffs. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. <laughs> How many kids do you have? I have two. I have... Uh, a twelve-year-old uh, daughter, and then I have a daughter.
1: How, how old was the second one?
5: The, she was six. She's six.
1: Six. So you're she
5: just yeah.
1: So you're in the thick of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a busy. Yeah. Life. yeah, we got
5: one that's like starting to get older, and one that's still young. So.
1: Yeah. This is this is Sims. I have a seven-year-old son, a three-year-old son, and a almost six-month-old son. So. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs>
5: uh so
1: they're in the nut, they, they're in the Nutcracker?
5: Yeah, they they dance for the uh, the Newcastle Regional Ballet and um they do that production of the Nutcracker every year every like it's the beginning of December, so um I Years ago, my my nieces were in it when they were young. When I started dating my wife before we got married, so I started going to it then because I never went to like that stuff. I mean, I didn't go to plays or anything like that. Like you know, I, I like drank beer and like did manly shit. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I I so we went to um, I would see them and then I would go and watch them and then when their parts were up, I'd fall asleep. And then has changed. I figured when they were done with that. That I'd be done with it, but then I had two two girls, and they got into it. So now I'm I'm like perpetually stuck in the nutcrack. It's like Groundhog Day every year. <laughs> I'm like in a nutcracker. And if so, you're,
1: if your twelve year olds in it, and you've got a six year old, you know you've got at least another six years of it.
5: Yes. Yeah. I yeah. I've got a I've got a ways. It's the same thing every year. And I I'll, I'll, what I'll do is I'll watch the stuff. My wife, when you know, everybody else is really into it not to, i mean i'm good with watching them when their parts come up i'll pull the phone up i'll take pictures i'll video what they're doing and then as soon as they don't have a part like i, I it's hard for i i'm like snoring and my wife's just like punching me and um it's it just i can't i can't get into the the nutcracker um but my other my oldest daughter is like in from the beginning to like the end she's in different parts so she's through like the whole thing so it's like hard to do that now it's like uh, you don't get like i can say well they're done and i can just go whatever zone out (laughs) you don't get a
1: proper nap
5: no i I don't (laughs) i don't get to do that
1: it's awesome so you got you got a wife you got two kids and uh and dubbing dubbing huh yeah how'd you get started in that
5: I, well, when I first started doing it, I started tying flies and then I I got into it and I was doing it with my brother and my brother like kind of lost interest. Like it was, first it was like called Latiras. It was, and I was like doing like, you know, some flies and I started tying flies and just doing flies. And then eventually I started doing some materials like, and I was like, uh, I did some dubbings. And when I first started, I couldn't even like, give them away like i i mean not that they were terrible but like there's dubbing is so saturated of thing like um i started like like cabin fever show i'd go and do and then i would do um i would do the dubbing uh there and then um and then i started uh doing colors that like i didn't like see or didn't that i didn't um there's stuff that was different and then uh eventually someone had mentioned to me uh you should do like a longer dubbing because I do a lot of big like streamer dubbings. I don't know if you could even actually call it like a dubbing, but it's like a like four to five inch length stuff. And um, for like bigger streamers and stuff like that. And then I started, I got uh, some of my stuff got sent over to fly dressing in Sweden and they picked it up. So they distribute my stuff all across Europe as predator dubbings. Are under, you um, like
0: butchering? Are you butchering the, uh, the rabbits yourself or how's this all going to you know you just this is
5: all most of it's synthetic dubbing, so that's like a synthetic so all the long the long fiber stuff i do mostly synthetics but then some of the other stuff will have like a mixture of like natural and synthetic um but all the like the longer stuff like the magnum and that that's all 100% synthetic blends that i do which i can control like it's a lot easier to control like there's a lot of stuff There's a lot of stuff right now that like, you know, you'll have companies that do natural stuff and they're like, well, I can't get this in or that. With the synthetics, it you don't usually have a problem. Or if like something happens, I can usually substitute something. That is
1: nice. So so now what are your markets?
5: Right now I have um some different fly shops across the United States that carry carry different different types of different different there's a few different things of the dubbing they carry and then they don't all carry every single color i mean some of the like the magnum dubbing i have like like 80 colors in it and obviously not i mean some shops carry quite a few but they don't carry that many and then uh, i had some stuff up in canada um a place that was distributing a little bit of it um and then over in Sweden I send uh, I just sent them like a month ago I sent them like 1700 bags Ooh. of um dubbing and what they do is they slap their name on it called predator dubbing and then they distribute through Sweden and they distribute all across Europe whoever deals with them they they're almost like a hairline over here basically um okay people buy they, they buy in bulk they do all the stuff and then they slap their names on stuff or if they're distributing a, a product that's actually got you know the person's name on it or something they do that. They basically get in, then the shops go to them and place the orders with them and then they ship it out to them. So basically they're like a hairline, but over overseas.
0: Cool. So what goes into like blending, you know, what you want in the colors and what you want as far as, and I know the names of the colors you have are outrageous. Yeah, um, well, what goes in,
5: like, yeah.
0: Is there just dubbing <laughs> all over your house as well?
5: The, you know what? No, <laughs> I try to keep it like in a, like, a basement shop area but like like it's a lot easier to do that now when the kids are at school but like when when they're when they're not at school um sometimes i have to do like mobile which my wife likes to kill me i have to i I mean i bought a new vacuum so i can like try to get some of that stuff out because like sometimes if i'll have to pull it and and move it somewhere else or put it up in a different room to actually get work done if they're Especially like over the summer or something when they're home and if my wife's working or something, you know, it's either that or I have to get up like super early in the morning or stay up super late to try to get it when everybody's like not trying to kill each other or, you know, or or up and doing something. So,
1: So like, I have a a really good feeling a lot of our listeners are uh, vacuum salespeople, like (laughs) going door to door for Kirby and Rainbow Vacuums. Yeah. So uh, you're about to be uh, bombarded. Yeah. by... Bombarded. They're gonna say. <laughs> I was just about to ask
4: how many vacuums like, have you killed? Check out the hose on this one. Check yeah. this one out.
5: This one. This Eight one. Eight inch diameter. You can dual purpose this baby. What's the best vacuum? <laughs> it's like the it's like the meme you see as they get the the pumpkins and the um the guy just carves a hole in the center of the pumpkin. Says he's done. So.
1: <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so now that we got all the kids strapped, which uh, vacuum do you think sucks the best?
5: In a uh, good way. Let's see what the ever whatever one you have in front of you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be honest. I bought a DeWalt vi- uh, battery powered vacuum the- years ago. Yeah, didn't suck at all. Yet at the same time, <laughs> totally sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the worst thing I ever bought. We're Dyson
3: people in my yeah, house. Yeah, we had this kind of conversation oh, earlier. You, you We're call, Dyson you, people.
1: You call me bougie,
3: but yeah. you've got Dysons. I got the ball baby. You know the Dyson. Oh jeez, it ball. doesn't matter. Listen, <laughs> oh, geez, my girlfriend's geez, hair is gonna murder this thing. I to in the country. I hear
0: in the country. Shop
2: vac. I like shop vac. I got a shop vac too. <laughs> yeah,
1: I got a, I got a
2: rigid shop vac. No, mine brand is shop back. Oh.
1: <laughs> I understand. I uh I have two hundred pound white labs.
2: <laughs>
1: so when my wife says, We need to buy this vacuum because I just saw it on Instagram, it's good for the dogs, we buy it and then I say, This was not nearly as good as our shark. And, I had a shark. And then she gets mad.
0: So so the dubbing the dubbing uh vacuum should be the shark?
1: Well, the dog hair vacuum the three, the three-inch, fine, white-haired dog vacuum. Is that where you're getting your dubbing? Is your dogs?
0: Do you have dogs? <laughs> I, honest to God, I've used Aaron? my dog hair as dubbing. What's up, Aaron? Do you have uh, you have dogs?
5: We have one. We we did. Uh, we have a little puppy that we got like last year. She's a little over one year old because we had one for fifteen years and she ended up dying like at the end of like. Or the very, should be very beginning uh, of this year, I believe. It was, I think it was January.
1: I'm sorry to so hear that, we, dude. That's yeah, hard.
5: yeah, she, yeah. We had we had her. She was like a a lab healer mix. We had her for like 15 years, and then she just got to the point where it was just. I mean, she's old, and that was it. You know, but um, and I didn't even we. I think it was wasn't even looking for one, but then we actually we found one that this dog here is probably like the nicest dog I've ever had. We've ever had. She's like, uh, she's, uh, what the hell is she, she's, um, a Cavapoo, which is, she looks like a poodle though. She's like a, like kind of like a long, like a poodle. And then like a cat there's one of the King Cavaliers. But the dog is like a person. Like if you sit on the couch or lay somewhere, dog will come and like lay her head on your neck and like go to sleep. She's like a baby. Like, Oh, it's wow. not like crazy. Yeah, she's she's like probably the nicest dog we've ever had. Like calm, and usually like those dogs are nuts. There's, like little dogs, but she's like calm.
4: Dogs are so, the best.
3: The best dogs. Yeah, you, so, you find them whenever you're not looking for them, man. See, so you can get dubbing off of her. Then that's how that's how you're
4: getting. That's a, why
5: you're doing it. There's I brushed curler. her ears the other day. You're your harvesting. I brushed her ears because she gets a knot like behind her ear. And I, I was looking. I was like, oh, that looks pretty sweet. And I was like, yeah, I better not. not going to go down that road.
1: I don't remember who it was. I don't remember if it was Tim Borsky or uh, Kelly Gallup that tells a story about his friend's dog. And he used to go over to their house and it had the perfect hair. And he would shave that dog like he'd shave a patch off that dog for <laughs> years. And then... Yeah. And then the wife finally figured out what was happening and she was
4: pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine.
1: <laughs> it's probably what you're doing, man. I'm sure you're harvesting patches off all kinds of dogs around your
4: neighborhood. No. But, yeah. <laughs> your kids
0: are into all kinds
1: of stuff. You're like, hey, can I meet your dog? So do you do yeah. do you do any natural fibers or are you all synthetic? I do.
5: No, I do. I um there's this stuff it's like a lot of actually I think right now most of the stuff is um i the closest I have just a natural is like I'll have like a mix it's like natural and synthetics blend like um I have a mogwai fuzz I call it and it's really short it's like buggy it's got like chopped oh, up like squ- squirrel tail it's got uh some synthetic stuff in it some synthetic flash and then it actually has like chopped up like alpaca in there which is a very very soft yes. um dubbing and then there's some uh I'm trying to think what else yeah and then, and then there's some other ones but most of them the closest I come is there, I have a couple that are like synthetic and natural blends but you know like I said I'm on more of the the other spectrum like I'm more synthetic with stuff just because of the availability especially now um yeah with some of this stuff like it's just like crazy like like I know um I, I was talking with um Thomas from Nature Spirit and there's different times there's a stuff that people want and they just can't get in. It's just, it's just, you know, there's uh, supply issues with everything like that. So a lot of the stuff, especially like the bigger stuff that I do, I try to go on the more synthetic end because stuff like that can be substituted and stuff like that is not like something that like, and you can control quality too with that. Um, because uh synthetics like I mean you get whatever you could do out of them but like if you get like let's just say even like with well, bucktail if you get bucktails you're limited to what that animal or, or the fur that animal had and which what you can actually get out there what, you know, what type of quality tails you can get or where you can get them from so like and everything has to be graded and, and different things like that but with um with uh synthetics I can I can Keep almost everything uniform yeah pretty close to it and and that's really the only reason i mean i'm not saying there's like there's stuff like that naturals are 10 times better with certain things like there's nothing and if you're using bucktail there's nothing you can i don't care what you have out there you know they have that fox bucktail which um, I know, like fly men stuff. I mean, that is not bucktail. It's just like a paintbrush.
1: Yeah, only <laughs> only bucktail is bucktail. And yeah, you know, I was just talking to Mark uh, yesterday. He, you know, right now is his bucktail season, right? Like all the yeah. people harvesting deer, he's got all these processors. He told me he just got, and I'm I'm I don't have the numbers exactly right, but he got approximately 250 right. tails from one processor. Uh, oh, yeah. And he can only use 50 of them for his flies.
3: Yeah. The, yeah. Some of them, he said, they've been a little ribey. Yeah. You have yeah.
5: to. That, that's, yeah. That's what it is. Certain ha- hairs and different things like that. And like with the length and, so you know, waviness and different things like that. It's, there's a lot of different things going on with them. And certain, like I said, it's it's not all. I mean, some of it has, I mean, all has applications for different things, but some of the hair is better for some of the things you know like the different flies or something um that you're tying like if you have to tie a certain thing and you need a certain length hair or certain waviness or whatever that's you know you can't manufacture it if it doesn't have it i mean you can't add it to it you know what i'm saying right
1: so so when you decide to pick a color what are your inspirations like when you say i want to i want a chartreuse blah, 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 blah. How do you, how yeah. do you come up with that?
5: The, like the, the actual colors or the names? Both. Okay. <laughs> <The> names <laughs> so- are
0: I wanted to more, know more about the names and the colors. Well,
5: the co- I've done so many right now. Like if someone says, Hey, I need this color like this. I've got people that call me like about bait fish that, um, that are like across the country that I don't have here. And I'll actually, they'll either send me a picture or I'll look it up on the thing and I'm I've done so much now, like I can pretty much just say, well, it probably needs a little bit of this, this, and this. And a lot of my blends are not like a straight dye type thing. I mix the different things into them because it gives it more complex to get, like you know, get like the instead of just a solid color. I think that adds depth to it, and I think it it matters too. Absolutely. There's like a
0: machine. There's like a machine that blends all that together for you
5: i have yes i well there's a lot of prep work in everything it doesn't i mean i wish i had some magic thing i could just fucking toss it in and it would just pop out. (laughs) (laughs) but i don't sadly i don't um no i actually last about a year or so ago i upgraded my equipment to about like a four thousand dollar piece of equipment um before that it was like a hobby level type stuff i mean it still put out a ton like i actually wore out the stuff like the machinery i had before because it was like and it was like not automated at all it wasn't like a a, a motor in it it was like i was the motor like i was doing everything so this is like night and day like when i first started like it was I couldn't put – I mean, I could put stuff out, but, like, I was putting way more effort and stuff into it and way more stuff. I mean, it was, like, longer and longer hours I was doing to get the same stuff. And this and, – and the blends I do now are even – like, they're blended even better than they were when I first started just because the better equipment you have, the better product you can put out.
3: Sure. So with as busy as you are, do you ever get a chance to actually get out and fish for yourself anymore?
5: actually i haven't gotten the chance to i i, I want to get out and do something some sort of fishing um i always feel guilty too like if i if i'm like especially if i'm buried like with like big orders and i like take a bunch of money i don't want to be like just like all screwing around or i always feel like i'm obligated i try to get out as quickly as possible and get the stuff done and i want to say oh i'm I'm going here and fishing for how many days or something and i'm these guys are like oh what what are they doing what's he doing with this thing which nobody's doing that it's just me thinking that you know i you know everybody i deal with is pretty good with everything but
3: what even
5: with that even with that it's hard with like especially this time of year right now with both kids are in um like i said they were in the nutcracker and they have for like two days with this right now it's like two weeks straight every single day after school that they're they're at the, the cathedral or whatever they're doing.
3: Well, whenever you, so, whenever you do get the opportunities to, to, to make it out, what's your species? What do you like to fish for?
5: You know what I do? I always like to fish for steelhead, but I haven't gotten up for, for a while. And it's not, I mean, even if we're talking about New York and Ohio or Pennsylvania, you know, I used to go up to New York for the big browns in, uh, at the very end of October, beginning of November, up at Oak Orchard. And um, I haven't made that trip for like a number of years now.
3: I just made that trip myself, and we uh, we smashed the browns. Not a whole lot of zombied up kings or anything, so all the fish were fresh, but man, there was a bunch of browns. Oh we well, yeah, up- th-
5: the last time I went up... I went up. What well, we went up with a group of people, which is very smart to do when you go up to New York, because then you can spread out. I mean, that's that's the type of fishing. You just get a few guys and you lock up wherever you're going to go, and you don't have to worry about the guy next to you or the guy next to you because you know they came up with you, so, so you don't have to be worried about crowding. Um, but I got the the last time I went up, I caught the, my one and only Atlantic salmon I've ever caught, and it was. I didn't even know I had what it was like. Well, I mean, I knew what it was when I, I reeled it in, but like, it was just nothing. Like I hooked it and I did everything right. It was like a, it was a 36-inch Atlantic. Was it a male full or a full eggs. eggs? No, full eggs, big, big female. And um, that was my one and only one I ever caught. So I guess I kind of spoiled that. Like I, that you know, that was the first one I ever caught. It was and it was funny. It was like the second day we're up there. It was literally my first cast and it drifted through and I just hooked this thirty six inch Atlantic salmon. I didn't even know what it was on. I like I I mean I just did everything right and it did probably everything wrong and I ended up landing it. So
1: that's what we love what I hooked. Dumb fish. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's what I live for. Dumb fish.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Now don't get me wrong, I've hooked stuff up there too. I've hooked stuff that I couldn't stop. Like I hooked stuff and it just was gone, and I couldn't I couldn't do nothing, I couldn't turn it, I couldn't do anything, and so I don't know there's stuff I've hooked up there I don't know what the hell I had on, um, big brown or whatever, but I've I hooked into a couple things it just it just took me just like I mean and and there was a bunch of people and I don't want to be that that guy that's like running down through the creek for so I was like you know what I'm just gonna make my stand here if it breaks off it breaks off I'm not running through ten. 10, 20 guys trying to run downstream, whether it was all the lines or everything are out.
0: Oh, I love, thank you. I love being that guy. I am that guy who will <laughs> run past everybody.
5: Fish on,
0: everybody else. Reel your lines in.
1: Well, I thank you for not being Jay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> reel them all in. Get a fish on.
3: That, that, Come uh, on. That king I got this year, man, that, I mean, that's a low 30-pound fresh male king. I mean, that yeah. fish beat my ass but i tried to my best to just keep him in that like 80 foot circle like i wasn't letting him get me all the way downstream i was trying to work him in the current as best i could but i'm not chasing a fish i'll especially if it's a salmon snap it if it's a big brown maybe i might go running for a big brown
1: but not an already dead fish no best part about a salmon is they're already dead
3: sims
4: yeah
0: So you Uh, find, like, uh, different times of year, you find variants in what people want as far as color schemes?
5: Yeah, well, there's eh, somewhat. You know what? The the color schemes are always going to be your your base colors. A lot of your base colors, because white, pearl, those are, I mean, literally, if you wanted to, you could just buy white or pearl and hit it with a marker and add whatever you want to do. Or you could just fish pearl or white because that's a great color for anything. And then you could take pearl or white anywhere in the United States or anywhere in the world, probably, and throw it as like a bait fish or whatever you're gonna do, and it's gonna it's gonna work just because it's just the white works, like the white color uh, or pearl. I mean, you could take that anywhere, and then like your naturals, but then like uh, like probably around you know I would say probably around like. Salmon or steelhead season, you'll get some of the guys in uh, brighter colors, like your neons and stuff like that. But it's like kind of a mix. There's like certain times of the year, it'll be like brighter colors. And then there'll be like um, all year round, basically, it's your, your olives and your different colors like that, you like your base, your like your natural colors.
1: So I know the answer is going to be fly tires. But after that, what do you find to be your primary market? Let me, maybe, maybe, where do you find to be your primary market?
5: I've had some guys buy it and tie jigs with it and stuff. They, they, different jigs and things like that. Um, a lot of it's mostly, mostly fly. Well, like fly shops and fly tires are basically mostly what what does it? I mean, but like, do you have have guys?
1: do you have like a, like a, Geographic location where you see, oh, like oh, most of my guys are out of Utah or Canada. You know what? Really it's a pretty,
5: it. it's a, it's a mix. I mean, I got a, uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania. You know what? Penn. You know what the funny thing was? Pennsylvania. I always sold more outside of my state than inside of Pennsylvania. Now, now it's picking up more. Like I'm getting more guys from Pennsylvania, but it's weird. I'm in, based in Pennsylvania, and. Almost everything went out of state. Went over to Ohio, went over to Michigan, New York, um, out west. I got a lot of stuff going out west now. Um it's pretty much a mix everything. Like, Texas. There's some guys in Texas started tying with it and then other guys started tying with it. Um I mean it's pretty much a mix. I think I've sent stuff almost everywhere. That's all. Awesome. I mean I actually sent something to um Bosnia wow over the summer Jeez. i sent a, a guy ordered from he said that he's I've been i saw their stuff i've <laughs> i told him and you know what me thinking like that when they say bosnia like the only thing i could think of is was, was like when i was in high school and we were watching like the in-home room and they're like talking about bosnia and all this shit going on there <laughs> and i'm like oh this guy's getting and and obviously that's not like everything that's going on like now but my mind's on like oh man i'm sending this guy fly tying materials in like a war zone he's like probably tying and like shooting an ak in between like <laughs> wrapping some wrapping some hooks up and i'm yeah, like gorilla thanks, fly fishing
1: thanks for supporting terrorism <laughs> <With your>
5: <laughs> <dubbing>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well it was funny because the guy I told them that a lot of the guys that are overseas if they ask for something i'll tell them that like you know there's a distributor over there that they distribute like fly dressing distribute stuff that there might be any cheaper way for you to get it. Um, but if not, I'll ship it. You know, I've shipped stuff. I've shipped stuff before. I mean, if they're, they're, if they're willing to pay the shipping, it was just like really weird because I've never shipped something to that Bosnia before. And he gave me like an address and I was like, okay. And it was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, crazy looking address. And, um, i filled it out as best i could and i was like okay and it got to where it needed to get so i'm obviously i put the the town and wherever else whatever else i filled it out correctly uh i sent it to the post office so go figure that you can send something to the post office here and it won't get there but you can send it to bosnia, bosnia and it'll, and it'll get there. yeah and it'll, it'll show up you know
1: i had no idea there was fly fishing in bosnia i was only i met... did
5: not know either apparently there they got I think they have some sort of trout over there. I
1: was only I was there, there for a marble couple of months trout or something. Yeah. But uh I I was not introduced to fly fishing then.
5: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it was kind of a weird request and like see I'm ske- sometimes I'm skeptical too like people send stuff and they'll like oh hey I yeah, I want to do this or I'm I'm from here can I do this and a lot of that stuff is scam stuff. Right? But this was actually a legitimate guy wanting materials. Awesome. And even me trying to direct him over to like some like an overseas supplier, he um, still wanted to buy directly from me. I said, okay, well, whatever.
0: So, um, when you, you know, then and, and do you find out uh, what guys are using your materials for and how yeah. they're using it on flies? Like, is it in brushes a lot or, you know, well, how so, is the some, usage some, of the
5: material going? A lot of it's just going in, they just they're just tying with it going in. Now, there's some guys that do brushes with it, and I, I've done brushes before with it, too.
1: I was going to ask, um, do, do you dabble in the brushes?
5: I do. I do. There's a the point. That, here's the thing. It's like they <laughs> yeah. come out really nice, but then there's the time factor, too. Like Yeah,
1: it's real time.
5: You know what? There's times like when it's slower, like because certain parts of the year will slow down, regardless of what it is, and someone will ask for brushes, and then, what i do is i hate i always do it to myself i'll start trying, doing brushes then i'll post them up i'll post some pictures of some brushes i did oh no and then all of a sudden <laughs> a bunch of people want brushes and then all of a sudden more people want brushes and then then i'll get like an order like for like something easier like actually making dubbing and doing the stuff i'll get like a big order now I'm like buried in brushes and now I'm buried in a big order too. And I feel like I want to just kill myself because <laughs> not because yeah, I'm like, I got like all these brushes and it's like a daunting task when you look at them and you're like, Oh my God, and you're just sitting there spinning brushes and they need to be brushed really well so they don't tangle. And so it's not like all tangled up and stuff. And they, I mean, they come out really nice. It's just the end product comes out really nice. It's just getting to the end product that sucks. Yeah,
1: and it's a ton of work. And I mean, you can't charge a ton for a brush.
5: No, no, you can't. Like, and and that's the thing. I there's a couple shops that had carry carry them, and I raised the price a little bit on them. But I, even that, I can't do that. You got to watch with that. So a lot of the brushes I sell. I don't even like the. I do not even put them on like the thing anymore. Like the wholesale thing. There's a couple shops that had carried them before. And if they want some and they order a big order, I'll just, I'll I'll do them in with them. But I don't even put them on anymore because if I'm going to tie, if I'm going to do brushes, I'll sell them at full retail to the actual, like whoever's buying them because they're just such a, and that's not like me being greedy or anything. It's just, it's, it's just, um, I mean, they're time consuming and, I mean, it, they're 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 hard. They're time consuming. And just if I'm going to do them, I have to I have to make something out of them. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I would imagine they're not worth it. Like, <laughs> unless you are like like Tony Sandrone, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. like he sells brushes and flies. And mm-hmm. if he's not tying flies, he's doing brushes in, sure. in advance. And, like, he keeps mm-hmm. those on his web store. Like, so unless what? that's your jam, I can't imagine. It's it's, it's not effective.
5: something I really – I, I that, when I first started doing it, I think, oh, I'll get into doing this. um, And if I do it with just straight Magnum dubbing, it's, like, softer, those are harder, but they come out really nice. Now, if I'm using something, like, which I may down the road look at doing – and it's a I call it Carnivore Dub. I did it like a year or so ago. Um, it's basically, it's got a, almost an EP type feel. It's a cross between that and like the Magnum Dummy. It's like softer, but it's still coarse and it wicks water. Like it, it sheds water really well. Um, and it's long, it's like four, it's actually more on the lines of five inch length stuff. So and what- I've got like.
0: Mm-hmm. I just wonder what other uses you have for like the materials. Like when people buy it, you see what they're using it on fly. Oh yeah. Like, yeah.
5: Yeah. They, 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 like,
0: are they re-style yeah, the tying, tying it for heads? and Yeah.
5: There's a lot of guys that use it for heads. Some of them, like especially like the longer stuff, some will just tie like the bodies with it too. There's guys that will tie like lunch monies and things with it. Um, what I do too, is I ask a lot of the guys that's, it's not like a big gigantic company. I'll ask people, especially I make, I'm pretty personable. A lot of times, if someone has a question they want to ask me, I mean, they're ta- you're not talking to so you're talking right to me. And um, the guy will go, oh, I like, oh, they like your stuff. I'm like, well, oh, you know what? Send me, a, you know, let me know what you do with it. And then I get a bunch of pictures of flies. I had a guy request like um, glow in the dark added into the Magnum dubbing. And I made him a bunch of stuff like look just like Magnum dubbing in a day. But then when you hit it with the UV light glows bright green, you would never know it was in there, but he had a use for that. He was tying for salmon or something. And he sent me a bunch of pictures with that. And, you know, I just, you know, a lot of guys will show me what their tying with it. A lot of streamers, um, some head stuff. Um, and it depends like if it's like, I mean, if it's a smaller buggy stuff, it's obviously going to be some sort of nymph or like stonefly or whatever they put into. But no, I get all kinds of pictures and then I'll repost stuff or ask guys if I can repost it. Or sometimes they'll tag me and I'll post it up in a story or something like that. Um, But no, I get I get pictures of flies all the time, anywhere, anything and everything they use it for, basically, depending on what what they're using.
3: So, out of all of the colors and everything that you've done up to this point, what would you say would be your favorite color and fly that it would be used on? If you had a choice, favorite if, you had color. To, if you had to pick one.
5: My favorite color is the, I, I'm telling you, it's, uh, it's almost like a scolpity color. It's the, and this, this is where it gets back into the names and stuff, too. Yeah. Um, a homeless Care Bear, it's, it's like a brownish <laughs> all of you, talking, you know, homeless and that came too. from the meme that floats around the internet with the, the Ewok. And it said that uh, when I – I said this before. It, it has an Ewok there and it says that um, Ewoks are just homeless Care Bears that sold their magic powers for drugs. When I saw that, I was like, oh my god, I'm going to create a dirty homeless Care Bear. And it created a really good color – but, like, I imagined what I would think of, like, a... In my mind, I was, like, picturing a dirty, homeless Care Bear that was, like... You know, he's on this... You know, he didn't care a lot, you know? What, he would, uh,
0: what <laughs> would his... He's probably done a few things he might yeah. regret, you he's, know he's, he's the Chinese.
1: He's
4: dumbster. a little rough yeah. Yeah. What he, would his symbol hammered. be
1: on his belly? Like a broken syringe, or... <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> or, like... Like a, a, beat a tent. It's a, it's a broken fly rod. Is what it is. The it's broken a, fly rod, dirty sleeping bag.
5: I don't know. What, you know what? And it's funny because when I post that these, would off, awesome so, <laughs> that dude,
1: would I make an awesome I sticker. That would, something Yeah, if you made like uh like a natural colored Care Bear with like a broken yeah. fly rod snapped on it,
3: or <laughs> like a dirty thing?
1: like a broken tent or a dirty sleeping uh, bag. <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would rock that on a cooler. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'd buy that sticker.
5: Yeah, the funny <laughs> and the color. And the funny of the thing is, and the funny thing is, when guys, when guys, when I put stuff off, i be like, oh, well, someone asked me the story of that I just created a new story each time. I'm like, I told them the last stuff. Someone's like, well, how we, we, it's homeless care bear? I was like, I said it's crazy. I was like shearing homeless care bears. I was in the CD section of care a <laughs> lot, and I said I had to. I said I took my shirt off, and I had to. Paint a smiley fell face on my belly and <laughs> stare at the sun and pretend like I was Care Bear staring
1: to get close enough. And they're like, no. "That's fantastic." I mean, I I grew up in the era of Care Bears.
0: Oh hell oh, really. yeah, I did.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember the movie with uh, what was his name, Shadow Heart.
5: Oh that yeah, yeah. My kids of... have. I found that movie. Yeah. My kids have it downstairs on like a DVD. And I don't.
3: Like, hey. I don't know what to think of you right now, Sims. I haven't watched that shit. <laughs> oh, what the
0: hell do you mean? We were hair the from the
1: eighties, man. Years. I, Thirty plus years.
5: He's like.
3: I like girls when like, I grew uh, up.
5: You weren't from our era. Yeah. You know, if, if you watch that now, and you you like, you look at that. It's like it's like a weird like pervert. It like tries yeah. to lure in a, lot, a child like tries he's to lure, like... lure in that kid he's like hey come and live, come to see my band i got some fucking dick for you well that's <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's giving him powers and he's like oh i got some powers for you well is that so bad <laughs> no
1: but we, we got we got handsome dave here and we got jimbo Bodini who are who are younger right yes. like like my first moment of trauma in my life was watching uh Atreus horse die in the swamp of despair. Oh, right? Like, no. like that was that was my very other than that watch, taught you about death. Other than watching Predator when I was five years old <laughs> and watching Jesse's Ventura's chest get blown out. Yeah. My second moment of trauma was watching his horse die mm-hmm. in the swamp of despair. Like these kids have no idea what's going on. So like Care Bears oh, were like a ray, were like a ray of hope for us. Yeah, and then the Shadow Heart shenanigans in the movie, uh, which again I haven't seen <laughs> in at they, least thirty years.
5: Well, you're talking about the, the whatever the, the never ending story, Trey, you and the, you know, um, he dies in the, the, the artist or whatever the yeah, of course it dies in the swamp. Yeah, um, in the swamp of despair. Yeah, I know. The know. funny thing is, um, I was—I think I did a thing. Uh, did you laugh at that part? No, no, no. I I <laughs> did—I like, I did, I did an advertising <laughs> thing this this year. Um, uh, offering a dubbing, and I put up—I forget what I put up. Oh, I think I made a a dubbing that was called after my wife, Missy's Fall Harvest. My wife's name is Melissa. We call her Missy. Um, so I had one time I had you know the Falcor, the luck Dragon. I had superimposed her face over to the, the kid where he's like up in the air holding the hand up. Uh-huh. So I put her face over that. Then I cut and pasted like a, a picture of the dubbing and her holding it up in the air. And then I, I just put it up. <laughs> That's and,
1: fantastic.
5: Yeah, I put it up. I mean, she's, I mean, she's pretty, you know, good with stuff. Like, but like, I mean, she's not like crazy that I, you know, superimposed her face over the kid from the never ending story and they're holding that up but I ran you know when I was offering a dubbing I put that up as a picture I thought it was funny
1: but I remember in middle school in late grade school like that was the go to movie like when we had a substitute teacher and they were uninterested in teaching yeah just
3: watch this kids yeah we would watch
1: never ending story and every time we're like oh my god this is the part where the horse dies (laughs) (laughs) turn away Let's talk Is about it, something else. Right, Why tell my we're, kids? We, we should too. Uh, yeah.
0: We're gonna talk about something. What else. this isn't never relevant ended. to yeah, fly tying. Man, <laughs> I love the, I love the never ending story and uh, definitely that horse dying. Um, yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Do you have um, so in like in the winter? Do you do any events? Do you, are you out and about? Do you uh, are you just stay in the basement making that
5: making well, that? Well, you know what. I used to do well, no, you know, I used to do the, um, in the beginning of the year when they, in February, I used to do the cabin fever show. And then usually in the fall, that's because when all the shows are either the fall or the spring, that's when I get really, really busy. And it, I stop doing a lot of the shows just because if I've got like a thousand, like how many thousand bag order or something like a big bulk order, um, I could be doing that or I could be going to the show and like some of the shows don't, I mean, it's always a gamble to show. Like you go one year, someone might want this and that, and you might not have exactly what they want. So, I mean, you're playing it by like just guessing, like, am I going to cover the cost of the show and all the stuff I did and all the, the time I spent, or am I filling stuff that I have like, you know, a big, huge order with these guys. And I'm not like, trying to choose one or the other i'm just saying it's like i try to maximize my time you know if i'm super busy does it make sense for me to go do this here where it's a gamble you know and it's just like you know i'm I'm still a smaller guy so it's you know you know with this with the business that um you know it's i try to maximize where i'm doing the stuff
1: yeah, I don't I mean, and there's so many shows, right? Like
5: Yeah, and that's the other thing you gotta guess too. Um, you if you know kids. it's like a big show, if it's like a huge show, it's like a good, good show, I mean you're probably safe. But they have a bunch of smaller shows that could be good. It, it might be, it might not be, and, and you're kinda gambling on some of the smaller stuff. Yeah. The more local stuff.
1: Yeah, and Cabin Fever is pretty big. I mean, Kelly Gallup came over last year for it, and I went down to see him and talk to him. Mm. But, like, have you ever done, like, the fly fishing shows, like, and over in Lancaster, and Edison, New Jersey, and up in Mass? I,
5: I haven't. Um, I've wanted to go. I've wanted to go to those, and I haven't, like, even just to walk around, but I haven't been to them yet. Like, I know that they just did the one with the... The New Jersey one. It was at the Edison one that they that was just um recently.
1: Yeah, the fly Symposium. Never,
5: yeah, I've never been to that one. And the one in Lancaster I haven't been to yet either.
1: Yeah, I oh. used to I used to go to the fly fishing show over when it was over in Edison. And now mm-hmm. it's moved to somewhere else in New okay. Jersey. But it was a it was a big show. It was a good show. That's that's a yeah. good that was a good one. But like you said, like it's it's a crapshoot, right? Like maybe maybe uh, people there are looking for saddle hackles, right? And yeah, they that could be, a and they don't and know. they don't care about dubbing at all. And you've just yeah. you spent Spend. three days of your life and more than that.
5: Yeah, and then you spent yeah all that getting ready, prepped for the show, and then whatever you've paid for your your you know your your lodging and your actual table for those days. Um, it's a lot easier. Like if there's a big company and they say, Hey, come tie at our table, come do this and that. Now I can see that that's a lot easier. You you don't have anything staked in the thing, but if you're doing, if you're doing everything on your own and you're, you're trying to guess what you, what you need to bring. And especially too, you're going to another, you're going up to like a different part of the thing. And if you're not exactly sure what they want, they might want something uh, totally different than what you got. And I mean you it's just a gamble. So yeah. Um you go to Wisconsin,
1: they want bucktail. They don't want Yeah. Uh you go you go uh you know, all, all the guys I fish with on Cape Cod, they're all synthetic guys. Like mm-hmm. none of those guys use actual bucktails. I mean, all their clouser's, all their stuff is yeah. tied with synthetic stuff.
0: What uh what makes it so much better?
1: What the, the the bucktail or the synthetics or... The synthetics? Uh I, I'm guessing it doesn't hold as much water.
3: Is salt water harder on bucktail?
1: Uh I I don't think it is. Uh saying generally speaking, what makes it better? Go ahead. I don't know the answer to
5: Aaron? that. Aaron. I don't know. See, I don't know. Like um
1: You need more burns. I would for that I question. would
5: assume I would assume it would probably be I don't know, I would assume maybe with Certain synthetics, not like you said, maybe with the not absorbing as much water or something. I just don't know. Or maybe these guys have a preference. Maybe some of the synthetics actually are more like translucent. Yeah, and you they, know what I'm saying. And they, if you're using bucktail, and then you got like something like you got something that's more translucent, maybe it matches something better. I I'm not exactly sure though.
1: Yeah, and maybe they sink better right they
5: could yes
1: like when you drop when you drop a clouser in front of a in front of a striper you don't want it to make a huge splash with big giant eyes maybe you want that synthetic fiber to to sink down a little faster than the bucktail but and and the only reason i started tying clousers with synthetics is because when we started striper fishing in the 90s uh, everybody told us you need to tie your clousers (laughs) with synthetics so that's what we did And uh, we were always uh, like polar fiber and flashy fiber guys. Kinky fiber, too, when we wanted something with a little more bulk.
5: Yeah. Well, I know that... um... I use a lot more synthetics, too, because a lot of the stuff I do is synthetic, and I make it. And if I don't have a color, I just make it. <laughs> so, yeah, right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's like I, it's not like I run out of stuff. If I if I don't have what I need, I just go and – if I'm filling in, you know, adventurous and ambitious, like if I say – if I really say I need this, most of the time if I want to tie something, I'm like, well, what do I have that's close or whatever because I make enough dubbing every day if I don't have that something exact. I don't think I'm going to create something today, but I have before in the past.
1: Nice. So uh, where can people find you online?
5: Uh, if you go online, it's um, www.americantideflies.com. And I have all my dubbings on there. I even have, I even have like some bulk options. Like that's, that's the retail one, um, my retail website. Um, and I have uh I mean, you have like out in the dobbings. most of those I have in ounce bags too. So, say if you're a regular guy, but you need to, you need for some reason, you need an ounce bag, which is basically a gallon Ziploc bag. It's available too.
1: Most of us need a
5: one ounce bag. No, no. But they, um, and then there's some commercial tires that I actually buy. Well, I mean, I do wholesale for those guys, but they've got commercial tires that come to me and I've like, was it, uh, Just sent out 19 ounces to, like, uh, Rich Stroll. It's actually – he has actually five – actually, like, I think about five of my colors I've actually created for him that he's requested. And they've been really, really good colors, so I had them. But he has about five colors that um, were personally created for him that got added because they were good. Um, But uh, the website is easy. And then if you're at a shop that cares, you can actually go to the shop and – if your shop doesn't carry it and you want them to carry it, you can always send them my way. i be more than happy to uh, talk to them.
1: Awesome. Is uh, Hell yeah, man. Is there anything that we haven't talked about that you would like to talk about other than the Nutcracker, of course?
5: Yeah, the Nutcracker. <laughs> 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 I keep threatening my daughter. I bought a shirt like years ago. Well, not years ago, a year ago. I've never worn it, but like, I mean, I've worn it Christmas time, but like around family. I I keep threatening to wear it to the Nutcracker, but I'm sure my wife wouldn't let me and my daughter would kill me. He has the Nutcracker guy on it with his mouth open and he just says D's nuts on it. But, you know, I don't (laughs) think that's appropriate for the Nutcracker.
1: Yeah, but you could you could have his jacket made out of your dubbing. Yeah. Right, your your D's nuts dubbing, and yeah. that would be awesome.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't blame your wife by following you for years online. Uh, you also hit it out of the park, just like the rest of us, and uh, batted way out of your league. So yeah, you, you know, it's yeah. just nice of kind of you. Know, sometimes you can just follow on, stay f- you know well fed, yeah. and uh, you know
5: yeah. <laughs> keep
0: making yeah, dubbing yeah, right. Yeah, I,
5: you, <laughs> you gotta watch you gotta you gotta know your limits you can't Take you can battle. push your luck so far It's like I, it's like the field of dreams where you know you got shoeless joe jackson he's standing on the line he doesn't know if he wants to step over that because he's gonna goddamn disappear but yeah that's it i'm on the line that's what it I, 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 t- <laughs> you know, I, I straddle the line there that's what i do i straddle the line i'm just i don't want to step out of the field of dreams there <laughs> And I'm gonna tell you, you're, exactly. you, the
1: names of your dubbing are great. You know, Tauntaun and Mogwai. Uh, for for
5: those of us that know, we know, and I I love it.
1: It's fantastic.
5: Oh yeah, that's it, it's funny. Uh, like some of them, like, I guess the younger guys wouldn't like the young young kids. They wouldn't get some of this stuff. But a lot of people that do get it, they'll send me they'll send me stuff. They're like, oh man, I love this. I got the reference of this or that, and then. You know, there'll be people that have no idea because, you know, they didn't grow up around certain things. Well, how old are you then? What are you? I am. I just turned 43 in October. Okay. That
1: is the perfect age, my friend. So,
0: yeah, you, yeah. The perfect. You guys are both 43. Okay. Yeah, we're both 43. Shane's 40. I'm 40. So you know we're right in the uh, handsome Dave. I just turned forty like 20, three days 21. ago. Can you, can you drink, drink the beer? Dave? Can we?
2: Can you drink the beer we just gave you? Yeah, I'm I'm twenty eight. We're okay. All right, okay. good. Twenty eight. Oh yeah, he's almost married. That's oh, right. Remember, I'm he's thirty one, man.
1: Yeah, and Jimbo's in his thirties, but like they don't they don't they don't know. They sure early don't 80s. know. Like when you say Mogwai, their immediate reaction is not.
3: Maguire, yeah, mine's ones, yeah,
1: Magui. yeah, hundred <laughs>
2: percent. Hey, we've seen some old movies, okay? <laughs> you know, Dave's they're not old not movies. Them, them you movies. D-
3: young the, turd. They're classics. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> <laughs> They're Ugh. good movies. No, it's great. It's G- great. Now I know Jim knows what a tauntaun is, but are you? Yeah, ready? Star Wars. Man. All right, good. Thank you.
3: That pleases me. <laughs> I got you. Thank Cut you. one open.
1: Yeah, Absolutely staying Sleep there for warmth, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, man. All right,
1: so the people around the table have redeemed themselves, and I feel okay, I feel pretty good. much better. Uh, well, we appreciate you coming on, man. Like, this was this was awesome. I hope people, uh, check out your website, americantideflies.com. Keep uh, making that dubbing, bro. Do you have a do you have the gram or the Facebook?
5: Yeah, on on, yeah, on Facebook, um. I'm just Aaron Latira. And then I have, I do have a business page on there. It's um, American Tide Flies is the business page on there. And then on Facebook and then Instagram, I created it years ago before thing. It's just Latira's Fishing. So I don't know if I can change that or if I, I don't know how to or whatever, but it's just Latira's Fishing on Instagram. And, and how do mostly you, Instagram is just dubbing.
1: How do you spell your last name?
5: L-E-T-E-R-A. But on there it's Latira as I put just an ass on it. I mean there's just, Latira's Okay, Because cool.
1: I wanna I wanna write fishing. it down correctly in the notes. Yeah,
5: Latira's fishing and is I'm on Instagram. Smart. And that's basically all everything on there is just like there's no memes or anything. Well there are, there is like when I, when I did the uh the carnivore dub, um I put up Chris Hansen from the Catch a Predator and said if you want to catch a predator you need some of this carnivore dub so He's peeking around the corners.
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, we will uh, we will plug away for you, mm-hmm. and uh, we we wish you well. We can't yep. wait to see you again. Uh, if you want to come fishing up north, let us know. We'll
5: uh, cool. we'll take you fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if man. I get a chance to break away, well, I keep saying that. If I get a chance to,
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't want to get in the way of ballet. But we're happy no, no. when you can't compete when, with the
3: Nutcracker man.
1: Yeah, when there's a break in that, I mean, uh, we're not we're not judging. It's everything. this Come man's run. 40 we, second we Nutcracker.
5: Have... Hey man. Yeah, the, yeah. It, it, I I used to go fishing on a whim. Like I I I used to work for the state at the Youth Development Center here in Newcastle before they closed down, and um, I would I mean I would go fishing so much. I mean I don't even. I'd, I'd call off different times to go fishing. I'd go up to the area, but like I called off in a blizzard one time to go up. I should have just went to work and I just was like, eh, let's go fish.
1: Yeah, right on. You did the right thing. That's what I would do. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. We are going to take a break and we'll be back with Jay's airing of grievance.
0: Excuse me. Well, hey, we're going to Niagara. And, uh, it what was a good it time.
1: That was the straightest thing I've yeah. heard all week. <laughs> Excuse
0: me. Excuse me.
2: That's what you sound like at you night. You put me on.
0: Oh
4: man, we did <laughs> sleep
0: together for a couple nights there, me and Dapper Dave. Well, so there was a uh, there had to be a movement of rooms because I can't sleep with anybody who snores. Oh. And in the place we stayed at, which was a big ass house.
1: A nice Airbnb. Yeah. When you went to Niagara. Yeah. To see our our buddy at Queen City guiding.
0: Well, he didn't see us till Sunday, but you Uh know he had Queen City guiding things to do. He had to mail orders and you know other do things otherwise than see me.
1: He has a career to run. Yes.
0: (laughs) 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 to, To see me, you know, but he made you know Sunday, you know he's closed Sunday. Usually to spend time with his family and do other things and uh, fish for himself maybe or fish with, you know, clients. And so he made time for us.
1: Awesome. So and when did you
0: guys get there? It was awesome. There? Friday? Yeah, I Friday. got there. We got there Thursday night. Okay. Thursday night. Yeah. And we got there and then we got to the river, which my dad called the creek. The creek. And we went down <laughs> to the creek. And you know we go down to the biggest creek in the whole, uh, I think northeast. I would say.
1: Yeah, it's pretty big. What's about
0: the biggest creek you're gonna find in the in the northeast? So, we're gonna call it a river. We uh, so we go down to the river at three a.m. No. Three. Yes. <laughs> Oh Got yeah, to, you gotta beat the crowd. Oh man. yeah, yeah, but we were right at three a.m. You go lock your
1: spot down. I would rather physically beat and, the crowd and, and throw them and into the
0: so river. And so Hokan, so there's 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 like this thing. There's there's spots. Okay, so you call it the spot. There's the spot. There is the spot in the Jay whole river. Jay has the spot. There is that I of know. He does. Oh my, I have every spot. I know all the spots. I've I've fished up and down that river for the last ten years, and it it's been. It's been awesome to get to learn it cuz it's an absolute bear and has been it's been great to us over the last 10 years and it's been terrible to us in weather and fish and different kinds of fish and in just numbers and not numbers and
1: So what was your weather like this year?
0: It was absolutely it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal as far as not getting rained on, not getting an inch of ice, which I've had before. That's great. Uh, yeah, and then trying to get out of there at an inch of ice. Yeah, you know, climbing and up a mountain. Your, and, yeah, and yeah, climbing up a mountain, and you're you're getting your dad and his buddy Brian out of
2: there. Getting a couple
0: old you know, timers yeah, out. Yeah, and like having the old timers around this this year was awesome. But you know, uh, the weather this year was really nice.
1: Uh, what was so what were your air temps and water temps?
0: Uh. Water temps were in the 40s and air temps were
2: high 30s, low 40s, probably.
0: Yeah, and up in the probably the low 50s, maybe. Yeah, in the, the midday. Yeah, the that's day. nice. But you know, when you're in the gorge, you don't get much. You don't get much of the sunlight. You know,
2: sunlight gets up a little later. Get some good wind. Wind whipping around down there.
0: No, it it can get it can get yes,
2: and, but. We, uh,
0: what we learned was the first day we went down and we all tried to lock down the same spot and have a lot of guys in the same spot. So we were all sitting in the same area. We were all doing, you know, we were all trying to, you know, hang out and like take turns catching fish, hooking fish, whatever. You hook a fish, you kind of move, you know, you're like, all right, I, I hooked a fish or, or I caught a fish, it's your turn kind of thing. And we were all, we, we, we circulated a, a few guys through a nice spot, which I knew, and it I, I, I wanted it, people to be a little more spread out, but that was kind of cool how that worked out that day.
2: How, uh, many, how many of you guys were there? We had seven guys.
1: Seven guys. And so how big of a stretch was the spot? Four-guy
2: spot.
0: Okay, so... Two, three guys, three well, guys
2: to four-guy spot. Well, two guys were... Went to the spot that morning, found out that it was taken, then went downriver further, and we ended up going to a different spot. So there was five of us at that spot. Yeah. I two kinda, other guys yes yeah. So we wanted river.
0: to go to kind of two spots in general, first place, and then the first spot was taken, My the spot, the spot. At
1: 3 a.m. there were yes, already people and there. And
0: I went, so I, you know, and then you have to make quick plans right now to just decide where you're going, you know, because if you f- mess up, that spot could be taken too. Now you're f- now you're really, you know, now you're really pressing yeah. for where you're going to be fishing. So I kind of leaned on the another spot I know that I really like that fits four guys. And it, it accommodated us pretty well. Yeah, we fit down there it pretty did. good. And you know what I mean? And then once I kind of got everybody to learn that, I was like, all right, right around the corner here, which is all kind of attached to us, there's another nice spot you could kind of lock down that I really like as well. My dad and I have double-upped on fish in the last few years there, and uh, I was there years and years ago uh, with a guy named. Did you get it? Jake Grove. Oh yeah, we we have pictures of him and I holding our. No, thing. No, no.
1: Did did you guys get the four man spot and then the two man spot around the corner?
0: The other day.
1: On Saturday we got yeah,
0: that yeah. So the, on Saturday, we went down there. We're like, all right, we're gonna get the spot, and I holler down to the spot, and there are guys in the spot. The spot. So we're like, we, okay, which the first, well, we'll go through the first day getting down there as well. We all caught fish. We had a lot yeah, of fun. I caught my biggest fish the first day, which was fun.
1: Which was a Laker or a brown? A lake trout. How big?
0: No, oh, I would probably say 38. Inches.
1: Yes. Nice. The one that had it's a fish.
0: the, you know, the it looked like me had the nice big old schnoz
1: oh. on her. I know what fish we're talking about, but we have listeners that are very curious.
0: Yeah, it was the one I posted <laughs> on um, my Instagram.
1: Cool. At Dr. JJ? Yeah,
0: at Dr. J. You know, so on Instagram. So that that was a good fish. It was fun. That fish was a lot of fun. Uh, they they were a little harder to come by that first yeah. day. They were. Uh, he was, uh, go ahead, like you have your setup. I have my setup one way and we'll, we'll explain our setups, but.
2: You're fishing a gear rod. Yeah, I'm fishing gear. I got a spinning rod. So I'm fishing the slip float. I know Chris is frowning at me right now. He doesn't like that, but I was I was thinking about trying to fly, but then I was you know, I was going like, oh I'll catch a fish on the spinning rod first and then you know, maybe I'll try out the fly, but then our I one did. buddy Tim broke his fly rod and then the next day within like
0: the
1: first
2: yeah, first uh, two no. hours and now he's using my uh, extra fly rod. On
1: a fish though?
2: Yeah. No. On a snag. And then the next day, um, Jay's buddy broke his fly rod, and I was like, well, maybe I just shouldn't try fly rod fishing just because, like, I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody." Yeah, so you don't want to
1: break anybody's I don't want to be that guy.
2: Rod. I don't want to be that guy, you know? So I stuck with that the most of the time. But, yeah, I was gear fishing, slip float, uh, double bead rig, just had my shot going down the line, fluorocarbon leader, um, and just running the current. And Ended up picking up a laker in the beginning and then hooked into several steelhead. Lost most of them. Only got one in. Um,
1: now, why do you lose them there? Is it the current?
2: It's yeah. It's the current. They'll you hook into them, and
1: it, it seems like crazy current. Yeah,
2: like the Lakers are different. When you hook into the Lakers, they usually just dig. They just go straight down and start digging. But when you hook into those steelhead, your drag just burns, and they hit that current <laughs> and just goes. Yeah straight down to Ontario. It
4: sounds
0: pretty much like that, right? You did it perfect,
2: yeah. Jay.
1: Yeah, those fish know what they're doing. They, yeah. know, they know how to be unhooked.
2: They know exactly what to do, and they hit that and they catch that current. You start trying to put side pressure on just to get them back your way, and they just keep running. Then you either got to decide if you're going to get spooled or if you're just going to have them break you off at the knot there. That or I, I find a lot of
0: times they will uh, just take so much uh, with a fly rod, with a fly line, They'll they'll just take you so far out. And they put they a belly will, in the line yes, and, and yeah. it'll pop it pops the hook right out of the same with the spinning fish's too. Mouth. Yeah. And you'll just reel everything back and you're like, eh, that one's got a little out too far. And some you know, we we discredit the lake trout. Some lake trout will do that too too. Oh yeah. You we'll could do off. if you have a fifty inch lake trout, what is it what are you gonna do? Swim? That's what I mean. There's nothing. <laughs> like there's nothing to, uh, and I don't yeah, I mean exactly. fifty as yeah. an astronomical number, but like, there are 40s and 45s in there, so... So that means there are 50s. Probably. Probably. Yeah. But, uh, we see some, you see some big fish and Holy porpoising. Crap. You yeah. know, you fish porpoising all over. You'll see them jumping out of the water all over down and there. They're and giants. And your, dad, you know, it's, your
3: it's, dad's it's fish was... Yeah, that was a giant. Fat AF. Oh, yeah, I, I don't yeah, know yeah, how, how long it. it was. That was a pot belly. Dude, Dude, that was a like giant he,
0: fish. He, we were thinking right around, like, 18 pounds...
1: Yeah, it was a big fish. How long? Yeah. do you think? Did you guys For it? sure, uh,
0: we did not. We don't like. You don't need to. We're I just mean, not really into that. Yeah, we didn't really take too you many You know, of them. the cool thing about it all is like, we're getting pictures. You mm. know, and you all can debate debate it out. You know <laughs> how big that fish was. That was a huge, huge fish. And dad just gets how to fight him. He does. Like he has a he has a nine eight weight.
1: Dude, your dad is one of the fishiest dudes I know.
3: He's got the horseshoe up his ass. Yeah. It's not a like, horseshoe. It's just. No, it's a horseshoe.
1: No,
0: it's not. It's, it's a gift. It's something. It has nothing to yeah, do with a horseshoe. It's a gift. It's like, a gift.
1: Dude is a fishy
0: dude. He has the force.
1: Yeah,
5: the force. The, force, the is, fishing force. The force is
0: strong in that dude, man. He's <laughs> just, He just gets it. It's It's awesome. Uh, it, it is. He he just gets it, dude. And it's it's one thing that he loves to do more than anything. That's like his trip. And I think I might have talk, talked him out of doing it this next year. We'll talk about that a little later. But for this year, it was awesome to have him down there and a guy we didn't have down there last year, his best buddy, Brian, because he had had a uh, hip replacement. Oh. And... He got a scooter to get his ass up and down the walkway, you know, or the trail to get down there. It and was then legit. all we have to make sure is he doesn't die going down the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, you're
2: like rappelling down to get down to your spot at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? We Yeah. And you they have, literally are. have ropes tied off so for you, you to just climb. ropes down.
0: tied off to the tie of the trees, and you're just rappelling down to this shit.
1: So you had seven people. Yes. Over three days? And two guys, two guys. How many fish? Over
0: 60. Wow. How
1: Uh,
0: many fish? First day, we probably caught 10 fish?
2: Yeah, at least. 15 fish? 10 or 12 at least. Nice. And
0: then second day, we caught all of them. All the fish? Yeah. Seriously, my dad caught eight, at least 10 maybe. I caught five.
2: I know you caught just eight. Affload. Devin caught second a, Devin caught a shit ton too. Yeah,
0: Devin caught a liver like he caught probably eight himself. Devin, nice. Devin was putting a clinic on the second day and he really did real well down there. It was a lot of fun to have him. The second we'll get into the second day. That first day we did catch a lot of fish. Second day we tried getting down there again, but then I kind of we split up into two teams, and it was like the young guns on my birthday. On my birthday, right I woke up in the middle of the morning went down, got the spot, slept on the rocks
1: the spot no the spot still, we, no, we, we
0: we got the next spot and then I told these two to go up to a different spot right up this other right up around the corner that's really good, and they locked it down and we had the two spots. The old guys rolled down. Justin rolled down. Everybody kind of filled out the first spot. So I jumped up and hung out with the young guns because I'm still one of the young guns there. Uh-huh. Justin's a little older than me. You know, uh, he's a year older than me. And my dad, you know, and Brian and then uh, uh, Devin's dad. So we left them old guys down there, right? Yeah. The old guys. Yeah.
2: We let them sleep in. Yeah. The old we, guys. We locked down
0: the spot. Yeah. The, uh, I'm not the old guy. He, I'm still the young guy. So far, well, I'm I'm 40, but I'm I'm the young guy.
2: Yeah. This is Jay's birthday. It was, we're my, talking yeah, it about
0: my, too. it was my 40th birthday, so I'm still the young guy. I'm hanging out with the young guys yet, because everybody else is still a little older. I'm 40, but I'm not that old yet. So I walk around with these guys, and I'd caught one fish, at, uh with all the people down below, and they were catching them. My dad was catching a lot of fish, and uh. Ron caught a couple, yeah. um, uh, Steelhead, uh-huh. and you know everybody else catching fish. Different Justin. I don't know Justin was just off his game that day. My, That's when
2: he broke his rod, though, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, my daddy, my dad's buddy, uh, Brian, he was doing real well. Um, and then Justin was like, I gave him my two hander, and then he's like, Oh no, I'm I'm gonna go get my own rod, whatever. And like, all right, well, I'll take my two hander then. I went up, took my two-hander, and, and went up to where the young guns were at again. Putting on a clinic up there. And boy, it just started going nuts. I was standing like right across from Devin, just far enough to talk shit. And I'm looking at him the whole time. And it was at this spot where the water would come in and it would go in two different directions. So you can find these times when this water would just go absolutely still. Nothing happens. It's like you're sticking your bobber in there for bluegills that are forty inches long and you can and this I have an eleven and a half foot rod so I can just follow my indicator around
1: in between current seams
0: yes and then look and then well this is while this giant bajillion I don't even know how many gallons. Eddie is filling up and letting go. So this time, right now, it's doing this, but in two minutes, it could be it'll pushing. Pull, it'll the, blow you out. Pushing the whole thing out, but this thing just goes still, and I'm just following my indicator around. And all of a sudden, it goes right down. Indicator down. There's a fish. And what I, are you
1: catching these fish on? Beads and beads and beads.
2: Beads and beads and beads. And more beads. And then beads. All them beads. beads, double beads. I like beads up above the hook. Yes. Oh yeah. Two oh, fingers, yeah. three <laughs>
1: fingers. <laughs> oh yeah. The steel. <laughs> the steel header special. Mm-hmm. I like about.
0: I like about that far. What's that? Two inches. Two uh, finger, three that's finger two length. Two and a half. Right three about there. Oh, yeah, two inches. Oh yeah. Right about the bead. Oh yeah. And I like hard beads. They like uh, soft beads. I'm, I'm a hard run- bead kind of guy. Are you running one of them? They're blood dots. No, you know, I was running a chartreuse most of the time because that's that's just what you do for l- the Char- Lakers. If
3: it ain't chartreuse, it's no use.
0: Yep. Exactly. Yep. And then um, I was running a orange, uh, almost a red, red color, and that was working really well, too. That caught a few different fish. That caught lake trout and... Yeah, uh, steelhead I had lost because I knew they lost them there because they broke me off there. <laughs> I didn't get a single steelhead. But that day I caught a lot of lake trout, and it was a lot of fun. And looking at Devin and him and I catching him back and forth, looking at each other, like, hey, you, think you, you think you know something, young man? <laughs> no, <I> mean, <laughs> he was he was putting up a clinic up there, and he was having a good time too, and it was great to be there with him. Again, my I go back to the uh, old Thanksgiving thanks. Uh, I was thankful to be up there, and at the Niagara with everybody I was up there with. My dad and his
2: best buddy had the most fun. You gotta tell him like know? how how Brian was fishing and just putting on a clinic, like oh, we will. taking taking a little siesta and then getting back in.
0: <laughs> so we're uh, we're we're there, and go ahead, you you go ahead and tell that. I okay. think it's so amazing.
2: <laughs> it was just funny. So uh, Jay's. Uh, dad's buddy, Brian, he, he was fishing with us the whole time and everything. And he'd fish for a little bit and then he'd catch a fish and then just take a little break. And then he'd literally just get right back up and like go to change a little spot, like down from us just a little bit, cast in a couple times, catch a fish, take and a little break. Like, this is like an hour and 45 minutes later. Yeah. 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 He would just be putting on a clinic just. Right after he'd be done with his, like, he'd take a little nap, eat a sandwich or something. Every time he'd come back, he would just catch a fish, just taking a break. And we're all just standing up there just fishing the whole entire time. He comes back, and he's still out fishing us, just coming back without even, like, fishing the entire time. He'll come back from his break and just catch one immediately. And we're all like, what the heck is going on over here? It was just cool to watch.
0: He's been fishing with my dad, like, fly fishing with my dad for years and years
2: and years and years.
1: So, how many browns did you guys get?
2: None. Unfortunately, zero this year.
1: How many steelhead?
2: Hmm. I caught two. Um, Ron caught three, three or four. four. And then Brian uh, caught two, yeah. three.
0: Dad caught one, two. So, quite a few steelhead. Nice. Any sturgeon? No, hell no. No, no. it's it's not sturgeon <laughs> season. <laughs> that rag. was
2: a once in a lifetime. I snagged a zombie, though. And then... Uh, just ended up getting off right at the bank, but it was it was a nasty looking zombie. It was well, white, that's fine. White and they're, black.
1: They're already dead.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's funny,
2: like you it's a quote of the year,
0: <laughs> like the water does not work like the water does around here. You know what I mean? You don't explain. So like,
1: it's so like, it's you like, get, like Bruce Lee's if you, if description have, if you of water. If you have
0: rain around here, what happens? water goes up water gets high and muddy Uh not there if you have wind up in the up in the upper lake now
1: so is it like fishing a lake over fishing a river but it's like a moving body of water
4: well if
0: you get if you get wind up in the upper lake it'll push this chalky water down into the lower river and now you have a better chance at having a longer day at fishing you know, if you have bluebird skies and crystal clear water where the fish are looking at you, and with my clear ass yellow lens Costa glasses, the silver sunrise, I'm looking at every fish. I can see them somewhere around. I'm like, I can see three or four Lakers right there. I hooked one the last day, but just to speaking to that that narrative, but like they can see you. Yeah, yes, the last day was tough. Yes, tougher. exactly. <laughs> it was very tough. So, this first day. We had there had been some wind up top and a little bit so, of rain the night before. Yeah, so we got a little bit of a clear, uh, like darker water the first day, and second day, felt like it just got a little just a tinge clearer, and especially in the morning the second day. And it was cloudy the second day too. Yeah, held that cloud. They weren't they stayed in closer to the banks uh, where I put you guys was just a uh, just a honey hole because. That's such a cliffside. I I just don't trust the older guys. I put the older guys in a spot where I trust where they are not going to hurt themselves. Where I put the young guns, like that's that's a rough terrain. Up you're there, rock climbing on that and one. You're rock climbing pretty hard, and you fall into the water, and it's it's a, a cliffside. <laughs> how deep? Right so, there. How deep is
1: it? Right off the bank. Oh, that that river in general, like where, like, where you guys are fishing. Well, out, in middle, out in the middle. Out in the middle, a hundred feet. Sweet Christmas. So how long are you... How, so between your bobbers and your beads, what's what length are you running? This year,
0: because the water was so low, we were fishing a different shelf. So like 12
1: and a half foot. 12 and a half feet? Yes, deep. So your beads are 12 and a half feet deep?
2: Yes. Holy And they're crap. like right in front of you. How many, like from me to you away. How many yep. split
0: shot are you running? All of them. I had seven all every of them. fucking <laughs> motherfucking beat or as much as you can run and still comfortably cast your rod with you know and here's the thing if you know how to mend well you need less right you know cuz you can you get it down there you can you take, take those currents again as a guy who's been there for a long time especially fishing that current up there I've I've learned it and you only fish the current when the current's going well Like, you could just piss off for a little while here and there. But when I know it's going to be a good current, I was down there at one point in the second day, and I knew fish were hitting heavily, and we were catching fish after fish. Like, it was like fish on fish the second day. My dad caught eight, you know, and big, big ones. And I was catching all kinds of fish up with these guys, and Devin's just catching fish after fish after fish. and I'm looking there, I'm like, I'm taking a half break, eating something or doing something and uh, probably partaking in some of the n- New York laws. Mm-hmm. I was probably partaking in some of the New York laws and watching Devin. And I'm like, dude, you were about to get a hit in three, two, one, boom. He goes down. Boom. And this is all fly rod. Devin, Devin did not catch a fish on the pin rod. That's he, a, I he saw is, his post. He He's is giving up pinning. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk about that real quick here after this. And I I can't wait till, uh, I got to wait till Jim gets back. I got to wait till Jim gets back. But dude, it it was like, I was telling him, go ahead. And I was telling him when he was going to catch fish. And that was a, that was cool to be able to be like, oh, well, this is going to happen right now and get the you just know the current. Just the way that current, the way it would change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it was fun. I had a a lot of fun that second day. You know, it's fun when the fish are hitting. Oh yeah, because you could really get to learn something.
2: You can definitely tell like, there's a pattern to it. once Yeah,
0: they... and then once you learn the pattern of what you're doing right does make can, makes fish hit. You know, when you do what's right, and then that okay, well okay, I caught a fish. Yeah. Uh, oh, you do, okay, now you could at least when it's a shitty day, you could at least do what's right until you know you, what's going to be. You working. do what catches a fish at least one. Right. You know, you might be the only guy who catches one fish instead of a day like we had, where you know you're producing fish at their fish at their fish at their. I mean, everybody was catching them. Minus Tim.
2: Poor Tim. Yeah, I
0: feel bad, but oh well. You can't sleep on the river that long. You got to you got to be up and doing your thing. Yep,
2: got to be prime time. So, the second day, what'd you get? Uh, I got two Lakers, and I got that. I got three Lakers and a steelhead on the second day how many did you lose Uh, i lost i think another three steelhead on that second day man that that spot up there was it's
0: it's a weird spot man the river can go both
2: ways yeah at one time yeah you would hook into one and you'd hook into a steelhead and either shoot up the current real quick and catch that current seam and then it would shoot all the way back down river heading towards ontario and then it would just keep going and going and going and going and then you're like Like you said before, get that slack in your line or it would break you off, one of the two. But that second spot, once you get that current right, it was definitely money. Oh, yeah, you can,
0: if you held them right there and if if you got them when when the eddy's filling up, if you can really get them when the eddy's filling up. Yeah, when it's not blown out. You can truly, yeah, you have, you can show the fish a little more power. Yeah. You know, you're not fighting the current that's pushing right. all can get against them in. you. Yeah. It made a hard time. It was, and and uh, even, uh, do you,
2: have you learned anything in the last couple of years from netting fish there? Uh, just got to wait for the timers, right? Don't net too early or anything like that. Luckily, I haven't had any bad ones, knock on wood, net jobs, but have you learned anything? From,
0: uh, yeah. I mean, over the years, I've messed up a couple. You know, I've probably tried to net hot fish.
2: Yeah, you don't want to go too early cuz they'll know, come in and then they'll and, see you and break and
0: You know, if somebody has a fish decently under control, it's hard you can there are times like we were talking about where you don't want to let the current move the wrong way so they, you know, they can push their fish down. Yeah. And you might lose the chance you get to net them. But I feel like that <laughs> this year you got to kind of, then being a lower river, you kind of just fight the fish.
2: I don't think we had any bad net jobs though either, did we? I think everybody. Oh, uh, my dad um, on one
0: of Brian's.
2: Oh, uh-huh. remember that one? Yeah, yeah.
0: It was. It sat on top of the net twice. It was a big, big one.
2: Barely get in there.
0: Yeah, it barely even was gonna wanted to fit in the net. This big lake, <laughs> so. uh we're gonna count that one as a as a catch anyway.
1: What was the big fish?
0: What was the big fish? The, was it your dad's? I would say. Yeah, I don't know dad's. about lying. Like we don't really, you know, it's just one of those things. You, you're putting those in and out as quick as you can, just trying to be, you know, one guy. Like it's it's like a procedure. You one guy has the net. One guy has, hemostats ready. Guy who has the fish picks the fish up by the tail. You pull the, the, the hook out as quickly as you can. Boom. Because in the net, it's just it's too hard to pull the, the hook out. Sure.
2: Yeah, because the Lakers aren't in season either. They don't come into season until, like, December six, I believe.
0: So you're trying not to, like, handle them too crazily. So it's just, like, one of the things, you pull the hook, you know, and then it's, you know, you, you pick them up, they have – a couple seconds and a couple pictures, you know, while they're dripping all the water off them, and then you just put them back right on. So, the steelhead, you know, you clank their heads off the fucking rocks a few times, you kick them around, you kick make him, sure you kick them up the you, cliff. Yeah, you kick them, you <laughs> kick them up the cliff, you just beat them a few times, and then you you <laughs> them back into the water. That's how you treat steelhead. Right? Well,
1: first, you got them. Get the eggs out, and then albie them back. That's how we do the. That's how you do
0: the brownies. Mm -hmm. But um, no, no, that's the thing. We we don't really (laughs) know how big they all are. You just you could look at the picture and you tell
1: they're
2: huge. That's what I was wondering. Humongous. If if there was one like
1: absolute clear winner, like this was the biggest fish.
2: My dad. Yeah, probably that. Your dad's like Rick had two that were from all
1: the pictures I saw. It looked like your dad's the one where it was. The, the fish's belly was swallowing his hand. Yeah, that that was a huge fish.
0: Yeah, it was absolutely a huge fish. And pops earned earned the huge fish. He is a grinder. Not a boy! He is, and he's he's very etiquette. He he has etiquette. He'll give other people the spot. Oh yeah. He'll let other people fish. He'll take his he'll take his breaks, and but when he knows, like just like Brian, when he's up there they're going to grind so hard in their time that they're there in their spot that they think they're going to catch the most fish. But they're probably going to catch fish. Right. It's Brian was on. catching them on all kinds of crazy stuff. They go to this. Um, he caught one on a clouser. He was swinging flies and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. My dad's buddy, Brian, that was catching all kinds of fish and only one to catch one on a streamer nice you know like like a big streamer like my dad my dad's buddy just will push the envelope and just do different things than what everybody else is doing and he's that guy like man he he amazed me this this trip with how many fish he caught just being himself being who he is, and he's always he's always been in this way, and he always he's always done that. Like he's walked up river and fished the opposite way, you know, in the river, like going up river, you know, and and caught him on weird shit one year. And but I don't know. This year he it was he he's just something else. He's he's a, but he's a very good fisherman. He just knows what he knows, and he 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 believes in himself, and he understands the drift. Nice, you know, one of those guys.
1: Well, yeah, and that's that's my intention when I go to Tennessee next year is like all the guys I'm going with. And I'm going because it's my buddy's 50th birthday. I'm going trout fishing. Let's put that on the record. I'm going to trout fish. You're going to trout fish with me soon. Yeah, but for like little tiny trouts. No. But awesome trouts. Big trout. Oh, I'm into that. But uh, when I go to the South Holston. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. G- these guys are all nymph guys. and I'm... Uh, you know we got we got two boats i'm streamer fishing the entire time and these guys are going to nymph fish and i'm like go for it guys take the front of the boat i'm going to i'm going to throw well i'll take it as long as you know it's fair
4: well i mean i'm bigger than gonna, all those guys so well, i can
1: i can tell them wanna,
0: <laughs> like like when my brother-in-law and his dad um fished on the madison when my dad and i used to drop streamers like they kind of you know you're dragging behind the
1: boat well it's it would be my intention to fish at like a 60 degree angle up from the back of the boat like i can i can backass pretty well so if i can go at like a 60 degree from where i am i'll still get a good drift like i was in the front of the boat and these guys are just gonna be fishing bobbers
2: right?
0: I, man if you had that i would down downward mend and and throw a sculpin helmet. Oh yeah, I'm, a, I'm I'm and just twitch it and bang it down the fucking bank.
1: Yep, I'm going with all the streamers. Oh, do it, game changers, sculpin, sculpin helmets. What what kind of changers closers, did you say? Game changers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My favorite kind of changers, right? Yeah. All of it. The only kind. I'll, I'll tie a couple.
4: Yeah,
1: it's you st- you could take a couple. I've got a couple of your white ones.
0: No, I, no, not for that. Take a couple of these uh, turd-looking ones.
1: That's what I want, turd flies.
0: Yeah, I'm serious.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think I, John Morris is going to tie me a couple. Mark's going to tie me some. So
0: it's a scalping game changer.
1: Oh, I'm into that. If
0: you could lob that thing out there and just, like I said, mend, swim the thing across, it'll get yep. smashed.
1: Yep. That's that's. I don't care if I catch two fish as long as they're over twenty inches, right? Like I'm going for quality, not quantity.
0: That's the one, and I, it's on a streamer. I that's yeah. the one I caught that big trout on. Another trout, lost two brownies, sculp or uh, the helmet fly. Yep, musky that the trip, and, uh, <laughs> uh, and 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 a, and a big ass uh, smallmouth to go with it. So
1: yeah, that's that's my goal. But um, yeah. uh, I didn't mean to interrupt.
0: Uh, strip that big streamer.
1: That's not true. I did mean to interrupt. Yeah. But I didn't want to hijack.
0: No, no, no. That was fine. Um, so the, that was the second day. So the second day, you know, we had to go home and walk our ass up the thing, up the trail, which, man, that trail stinks bad. It is hard. Yeah, it's a long track. Like It
1: sounds like, a, like if a, you have to rappel young, down...
2: Yeah, because you, you start... Going
1: up sounds awful.
2: Yeah, by the time you get up, you're already out of breath. Then you have to walk all the way back up to like the parking a site. mile
1: and a half. Oh, well, well, so the guy in the scooter wins. Oh,
2: for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. We're all you, getting him next year. How many guys can like,
1: hitch a ride? Like, None. how many people can ride on that scooter? Only one.
0: <laughs> Only Brian rode on the scooter. It didn't have pegs on the back? No, unfortunately. I, wish it, <laughs> not. I wish it did. I would have taken a ride. <laughs> but... We saw a big beaver, though. He did let other people ride it back up to their cars when they needed to. Oh, nice. Like, Brian needed, or Justin wanted to go up and get his rod after he didn't catch anything on my rod. And he said, hop on the scooter? He said, just grab the scooter and just go up there and then bring it back, man. Awesome. It wasn't like he was, you know, stingy about the scooter rides back up to your vehicle. So, can you take a,
1: like, could you, like, trailer a side-by-side?
0: Where? No, No. the trail's too thin. Like, you got to, like, it's it's a small trail. And it ends at one point. It ends even before where, like, the second spot was. So,
1: again. I'm always looking for the easiest way to do
0: something. We had the same idea the second day, or the third day. And it was like, all right, well, we got to get all our shit packed up, get to the spot. You know, we're never going to get the spot because we have to get our shit packed up and be a later night or later day, which is still at 2 a.m., you know, waking up and getting uh. to the place at 3 a.m. Well, this time, I yell down to the, the spot, and nobody's there. I'm like, hello! Nobody told me to fuck off. Huh. Well, that's awesome. I'm going to walk down there. I told my dad, hang out up top here, just hang here, you know you go old guys hang here uh, i'm i'm gonna I'm gonna repel down here real quick and make sure for you guys do anything you have to do, take the rods, take everything I'm just gonna do this you know by myself, you know, with nothing else on me, you know right, and there's no people, nice, and we got wood, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome, and immediately I tell these guys go go to the other spot. The other great spot. Yeah, backup spot. Like, the other backups, like, let's take, let's get both the, the spots. Like, we're going to man them both up, and we're going to get it going, you know, and I almost would rather just have that top spot. Yeah, it was pretty good up there first. <laughs> if the I wouldn't had the old guys, I would have probably just went to the upper spot and kind of, I like that flow, how it treated me the day before, and I could really manipulate it, you know, catching five fish and having a one of the best days I've had there in a while. You know I mean? Devin looking at each other, talking shit. I wanted, but to have two good spots, like to have the spot for one day.
1: Right, and then the other spot that same day.
0: Yeah, so it was like we had like two good spots and you can kind of do whatever you wanted to do between the spots. And I kind of just chilled the spot. It was fun, you know, hanging out with Justin and hanging out with Ryan and kind of, and I got to see Sags, Nikki, and we kind of like, like we were done with the spot. His guys kind of, his, his, uh, clients he had got, you know, came to the spot and took the spot over when we were done with the spot. And it's always nice to see that. Like I love seeing Nikki And, and, uh, and like, again, it was fun just having Evans down there the whole day and. My dad hooked one big-ass fish. I took probably the best picture I took uh, the whole weekend. Um, You hooked a couple the last day,
2: right? Yeah, I got that nice steelhead the last day in a laker.
1: But that was the worst day you guys had? That was the worst day. The water was just super clear. Super clear water, bluebird skies. Bluebird
2: skies. Justin got one. Water was even lower than it was the last two days.
0: Yeah, Justin got one that day, and I lost one. And that was it huh. at the the spot
1: the spot nice. you know,
0: and when you're there at two a m it feels like you're uh back in 1990 maybe one or two in a pearl gm song freeze laying with his head on a pillow made of concrete because that's basically what you're doing you're sleeping with your head on a so just a giant rock do you sleep
1: or and can, you, can oh, you fish in the dark?
0: You can try to fish in the dark, and there's fish right at your feet. But yeah, you can hear them splashing around right in someti- front of you. I, I've I've streamer fished there in the dark and caught multiple fish.
1: But you just go to sleep, don't
0: you? Sometimes you just can't do it. They're just not doing it. They're just not into it either. Like, it's not happening. I tried it. Um, I don't know. You get lucky some days you don't, you know, and... Might have been able to swing one, maybe, and it just—but it's hard now. You're now you're trying to throw your fly. Fight a fish in the dark. Well, no, throw your fly in the dark, like throw a actual fly with a sinking line in the dark. You know, around <laughs> when that warmth of a fire feels not so bad.
1: Yeah, I'm not a nighttime fisherman. Like, and I when, will, I, when I go to the Cape, they're like, you're going to catch your biggest fish at night. I'm like, I'm going to sleep at night. Like, it, it's not for me. That nighttime casting and fishing, it's just it's not my jam. I fish before dark
0: or before light sometimes, but other times I don't, you know, and it, it just they weren't banging it out this time. It wasn't that it wasn't like I'd seen it before, so if it was, I would have Probably tried it and
1: But it wasn't so you went to sleep.
0: So I kinda hung out, yeah. Or made a fire and stayed warm or, you know, kinda chilled, did what we did had to do. Nice. Enjoyed my birthday. Good. We'll call it that. You know, drank some beers, uh, had some good times, uh, enjoyed. The company I was in, dude. Oh, yeah. You guys were the best company, man, ever. Yeah, thank you. It was a good uh, time. T- let's talk about a uh, little bit about what your wives or, you know, your future wife is. Dude, if you knew how this chick made cookies and food. Okay. No. Marry her. Marry her. Marry her. All right. <laughs> that was wrong. That was wrong. The last time we talked to you, Dave, you married this woman. She makes great food. She makes great cookies. I would have ate. Three dozen of her cookies, you know, <laughs> Thanks, my stoned Jay. ass, Jesus.
2: Yeah, we had a ton of food this year. It was great. My fiance made food. Tim's girlfriend made food. The other guys brought lunch meat and sandwiches and stuff. Uh, we had chocolate chip cookies, which Jay loved. We had banana bread that she made. Um, those uh, like energy balls. They're made out of oatmeal, peanut butter, a little bit of honey, and you can get chocolate chips and put them in there and roll them into a ball, and they're just like little oatmeal balls to eat. We had meatball subs. We just put them in the crock pot. dude. It, nice. I I I loved his
0: girlfriend fiance's meatball. or no, the uh, the meatballs. The meatball subs were great, but the uh, the little balls. Yeah, the energy balls. The energy balls. Oh my god, I probably ate fifteen energy balls. I swear to <laughs> dude. I was like, are these days energy balls? <laughs> yeah, they were really good. They were. Awesome dude.
4: Awesome.
2: You would have loved it, Chris.
0: I would've. You you would have liked it. You would have you would have definitely had a good time with the food.
1: I and like then, I like high energy balls. And and meatballs and uh, yeah,
2: Devin made his chicken alfredo the first chicken. night we got there. What and then uh, Tim's oh, yeah, like girlfriend made sausage sandwiches.
0: To, oh yeah. We had sausage sandwiches the second day with uh onions and peppers and all that stuff in it. Oh, oh, and yeah.
2: this is
1: for dinner, or are you guys doing, like, shore lunches? No, these this? are dinners.
0: Oh, and we have then
2: pepperoni then rolls, too, for lunch.
0: Yeah, pepperoni rolls that you could heat on the fire that I found nice. was a really yeah, good yeah, idea tinfo- the tinfoil. Tinfoil. Yeah, they were in yeah. the tinfoil so I could heat them on the the fires that we had next to the river, which were wonderful. See, so, so there's and enough room
1: to make a fire on yes. this river. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: My, dad, my dad bought about, I don't know. Do you
1: guys bring lumber with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're rappelling down a cliff with a backpack full of... Firewood. Everything?
2: Well, we, I threw the logs down the one day to Devin, and I didn't, obviously I didn't want to hit him, so I was like, just watch out. I'm throwing these down. Literally all the w- logs like landed in the water, and he had to fish them out of I the was water.
1: Gonna say, how did they not land in the water? <laughs> yeah. It's, so they
2: they would hit the rough. rock and then bounce and just go straight into the water, and he had to fish them out. <laughs> it can be rough. Uh So you guys had a good
1: trip.
0: They, they rely on the young guys to do that. Holy hell, we're at 222. Okay, well... That was a great Niagara trip. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess I don't have an airing grievance because if we're at 222, we're going to be going to bed.
1: Yeah, all I want to do is uh, before we wrap this up, before we wrap this up, I'd like to talk about uh, the Fly Fishing Film Tour coming to Franklin, Pennsylvania on January 27th. We're having it earlier this year. Uh and we want your feedback. Did you like it at the brewery and then the theater or would you rather have it all at the theater earlier cuz there's a lot of room in that theater hallway have the vendors have have a gathering with beer cuz the theater has beer and mixed drinks available earlier and then go to the brewery afterwards for a quality after party. Whatever's warmer well, it'll all be inside, so it'll all be the same warmth. Uh, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, so I, we want your feedback for real. So send me a message. Message me on Facebook. We've got a meeting this week of the committee that sets this up because we're going to start reaching out to vendors and getting prizes and everything like that because we're having it way earlier this year than normal. But I, th- I, think, I think January 27th is going to be cold. It'll be nice to be inside watching people in the warmth catching fish and having a little expo beforehand in the theater and then going over to the brewery afterwards uh, is my initial plan. But if people liked it at the brewery beforehand to have a later film and then go back to the brewery later, let me know. Let me know what you thought. Uh, but... No matter what, it's January 27th. It's a Saturday, and there is no fishing or hunting season going on right then. So. As long
0: as I can heckle you while you're talking again in front of everybody. Oh, I'd love it. That's all I'm dreaming of. I'm but no, hey, the event you put on last year was the best. Oh, yeah. I well, thank you. Fly fishing. I've been to a lot of fly fishing film tours in a lot of places, and that was the best one I've been to yet thank you and it was amazing dude and i cannot wait for this year's
1: i appreciate it i hope to make it better this year uh i hope to have the same amount of prizes because holy crap did we have a ton devin messaged me and he's like when is it and i'm like this is the day and i'm like are you looking forward to winning a ton of hats seven hats again? (laughs) (laughs) mark burns
3: thinking he won a 10 car rod for a second
1: oh that was great uh, but yeah, Devin won three hats in a row.
3: Yeah, I know he took all the caps.
1: Uh, but we had a ten rod to auction off, and uh, if you weren't there, I, I, I erroneously
3: said that Mark Burns won the ten rod,
1: <laughs> and it was pretty funny because he, he was, was laughing. <laughs> and it was and the then sad it sunk laugh. in for
3: a second, like, oh my god, he's not joking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I let it go on for a while so that he could yeah he could love it. But that's it. So put that on your calendar, January twenty seventh, Franklin, Pennsylvania, at the Barrow Civic Theater, the Fly Fishing Film Tour, uh, sponsored by Franklin Moving Forward.
0: Hey man, on that note, I don't have anything else. Anybody else got anything else? That's Dave?
2: it. No, I don't think so. Was Handsome great. Dave. No, it was good guys. You're,
0: you're just. I think you're just like. I think Mark quit, so you're you're in for you're in for every week. So <laughs> just chalk this up for week in week out. I, I'm joking. Yeah, Mark, Mark will be back real soon. Yeah. Um, we'll be talking to him about a lot of muskie stuff he's been doing. He's been having guided trips and all kinds of things. Uh, go he's get flies from Mark. He has said he could be working for 12 hours in the dungeon for the next month and a half. Yeah, Solid. he's just and a he's, busy, busy yeah,
3: dude. He's working on some very impressive things. I saw some pictures Oh, my oh god, yeah, I got yeah. some had, pictures, we had, too.
0: We also uh, n- just a quick mention. We definitely we had a flying fly tying night. Yeah, and it was just a few of us. It was very small. I we'd like to grow it, but it's it's holiday season. It's tough for people. To, tough. When's it's, the next one? Do we know? It's still good fishing season. I would have to look. I got it saved. I think my it's phone. late in yeah. December, but uh,
3: I'll be sure. Know, to, I'll I'll post it. I'll make sure I let everybody
0: know. He put some flies out this week that were. I mean, those river pigs. Oh my gosh, it was just uncanny. Like, how? I'm gonna
3: just say, I'm not gonna spoil it for everybody else. I'll let Mark do his own thing with his marketing and stuff. But the mink, oh, the mink, the mink.
1: Yeah, that's exciting. Oh man,
3: with it this. looks good, man. Oh, he's beautiful. he's doing
1: it. He's doing a wonderful
0: job. So, uh, we miss Mark. Mark will be back soon. Hey, thanks, Dave, for filling in today. Hey, yeah, thanks yeah, for good having Good job, everybody tonight.
1: Yeah, uh, everybody. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you in two weeks.
0: We're thankful for you.
1: Just saying out loud, Jim.
3: You got to do the sponsors and stuff.
1: Yeah, you do too. I know. (laughs) Use your voice to do the sponsors.
3: Okay. Our sponsors of the show we got Sims (laughs) Fishing. We got Yeti Bill for the Wild. We got A Rex Hooks and we got Corlin Lines.
1: Friends of the show, we got. Queen City Guiding, our buddy Ryan Evans, Michael Davis, down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, our buddies over at Muskie Fool, and our friends at the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. Thanks again, guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Find something you're thankful for and thank them.